I was in Sanders' house on um, last Sunday. Yeah. And uh, we were up till like six o'clock in the morning just drinking and talking shit. And I still haven't recovered from that. Because <laughs> like his kitchen, he has an oven. You've been to his house, right? Yeah. yeah. His oven is insane. And I he, w- he wanted me to make a pizza for him. Yeah. So I did. And like five minutes in that kitchen and uh, there was there was liquid coming out of me that hasn't <laughs> come out of me in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> like Just, so hot? Oh, it was unbelievably hot. Okay, okay. Crazy hot. Like a sauna. Like a sauna, yeah. yeah. Making food like from your body heat. <laughs> yeah, but he but he was like, yeah, this is what a professional kitchen is like. And I'm like, yeah, I never I'm never working in a professional kitchen, so. Yeah, but it, that might just be him. Like, oh, it, dude, the heat though. It was unbelievable. I I I turned to flatten out the dough for the pizza. And the the oven was right behind me, and I swear to god, I had hair in my back before before <laughs> I did that. It's all gone now. <laughs> it just melted. It didn't even like Uh, catch on fire uh, just melted off me oh it was rough it was rough that like must have been scary like you turn around there's nobody man you got yeah. no ass no gone. <laughs> it's gone it's gone <laughs> it's over that's all you want to say it's over <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing anyway Rogan? Um, welcome he- thank you welcome also well, <laughs> my english not good <laughs> no. <laughs> no, i'm all other words man <laughs> your english is fine didn't you do your yeah. very first set in english no uh, no 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 i hosted for your very first show i think didn't i in Pune. No, uh it was the the second show and oh you, yeah i made fun of your name didn't i yeah or maybe like <sighs> i think it was the second show and i i think i bombed like quite like i didn't i didn't do well Because I remember because I was scared of burning after that. Yeah. Yeah, the next time I oh, went You were there, scared of burning? Yeah. That's a pity, man. Yeah, that's because... unfortunate. Yeah, but it, but it got away from, like, a couple mics there, and then I was like, oh, okay, I feel good here. Yeah. But because the second mic I bombed there, like, semi-bombed, I was like, ah. To be fair, because I hosted that show, Yeah. I impr- a lot of people bombed that day. Because burning, burning was odd like that. Like, you'd have 10 shows in a row where it's just chaos. It's... Standing ovation, Margus Toots goes on, s- kills, 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 <laughs> yeah. kills. And then some days there's just no energy. It's just gone. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. The crowd, was, uh, they had like a lot of uh, personality, like from mics to mics. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, those wild crowds, that was crazy. Because I remember the times when like Ari like hosted, I know, and he got like pissed drunk <laughs> and was like on the stage. He had his like belt buckle unbuckled, like swing it, <laughs> swinging it around like a dick. He had a sword, like he got a sword for from somebody, yeah, and yeah, he that. waved that around. I miss that room a lot. I yeah. miss building. It was the, like for killing. It was the best room. Yeah, but for it, it had the, the effect of making you think you were better than you were too. At the, yeah. at the same time, you know, I, I've seen a few comedians get on and kill. And they're like coming off like, man, I'm really getting good. I'm like, no, 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 don't go to go down to Muku and do it there. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> Try again in a, in a non-kill room because uh, Pirning was. You're almost guaranteed a good set there unless you really mess it up. Yeah, because I remember yeah, like one time, like Caleb got like really excited after his uh, like he did a set in uh, at Uxgeek, and he came off and he was like. <laughs> and it was super weird because like yeah he did like he did good 
It wasn't bad. It wasn't like super like murder, yeah. murder. But like he was he was good. But the way he came off, it was like he had just like snorted the line of coke, right? He's like, <laughs> Woo! I've never seen that much energy after a set. But like I was talking because I had Caleb and James in here two days ago. Yeah. And uh, Caleb, he's super confident. He's like, oh yeah. He's cocaine confident. He's man. He's really and lately he's kind of like he's really confident, like oh. in a way that he has to be told, "Look, Caleb, <laughs> take it easy, because if if you keep doing this, if you keep like thinking you're you're hot shit, the next time you bomb, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt." Yeah. Uh, but sure, like he's young. You know, he's a young guy, and that's it. You're yeah. you're fairly young as well. Oh, dude, 20, you're, 20, you're 22, aren't you? Uh, 23. Oh yeah. Fine. Yeah, I just got it. But uh, yeah, I still make the same mistakes. I've been like, like, like there'll be like two months of me doing like good. Yeah. Like I feel it. Like I'm like, fuck yeah. And then I get this wild idea and I'm going on stage and then bam, 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 bam. But you need it. You need yeah. that. I was kind of worried about you because um, I was there for your first second. I, I was there for your initial ramp up and then you went off to the military. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, this is this. We gotta get him out. <laughs> we gotta find a way to get him out. Cause it's like uh, there's a lot of UFC fighters from Korea who come to America and they they, they go on like kill streaks. They they get a, a great win streaks, and then they have to go back and do the military service. And when they come back out, they don't do as well. Like we do Hu Choi was the, the latest one. He's this young Korean kid. Yeah, he went off to do his military service, and when he came back. Not, not the same. No, no, no. And I was like, that's like you. Roger's gone off to do the military service. He's going to come back and he's going to bomb six nights in a row. And he did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I came back, I did better. But that's why, uh, because I made a commitment there. Like in the military, uh, like one uh, night, like we had like an hour of free time. And then uh, this one guy was watching... Uh, yeah, he was watching Kevin Hart special or some shit like that. But he and like his buddy were laughing. Mm -hmm. And I, I, like, I couldn't be in the room because I was like, fuck, I miss it. Like I've been on just like a couple of mics, but I, yeah. I already miss it. And then, yeah, then I uh, like thought about it. Like, okay, when the military like, ends, I'll just like try to hit every mic I can. And you did. When you came back, you were there every, every night. Yeah, I signed up like to everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, that really made a difference. Because like before that, I just like did like one or two a month. Maybe some months I actually like didn't even perform. So yeah. Am I right in remembering when you came back from the military, I asked you if being in the military had helped your comedy and you said no, you didn't write at all, right? You barely wrote anything? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Just like uh like Because you would think, right, that you're going off to the military, you're gonna hang out with the boys, you're gonna shoot bazookas at whatever targets of, of terrorists or whatever the fuck you do in the military. Yeah. <laughs> you get something out of it, you know? Yeah, but the but I, I think like I couldn't, uh, I, I was maybe too young to have like a good angle to it because all we had were like hacky uh, military jokes like that everybody did. And sometimes if we, we like done like a good joke, but it was like based on like military knowledge, somehow it people wouldn't, wouldn't get like, it. Yeah, it wouldn't transcend if yeah. that's the right word. Yeah, no, yeah. it wouldn't translate. Yeah, translate yeah. into the other you environment. good English speak. Good English. Good <laughs> Uh, but I, I'm trying. Like I answer, like if somebody calls me and they're speaking in Russian, I'll do my best. I'll be like, "Yeah, mnoga, mnoga, poruski, kavariu, yes, <laughs> <laughs> And that's what I do. 
Do you uh, do you, do you like performing in English? Is it something you want to? Oh pursue, yeah, uh, eventually like full time. Oh, that would be awesome. Cause like uh, we did it uh, in Edinburgh. I was in like I was just there for like one week, but like uh, and I didn't do as much mics Sorry. as I should have. I did like one or two a night, but I was just like enjoying the experience and all of it. And yeah, I really liked it. But the hard part is like it's a different personality. Yeah, like the thing about the fringe is. And I've, I've never actually done the Fringe, but um, I've been to a few different comedy festivals. Like, you can go and you can do, like, I assume Ari did, like, five shows a day, six shows a day. Yeah, some just days, yeah. Smashing it like that. That's fine. But did, did he get as much out of it as he could have if he just did maybe three shows a day and then spent the rest of the, t the time going around and experiencing the city and stuff like that? Y you know? Yeah, because I saw, like, some weird sets. Like, uh, Carl wanted to see some Carl Ari Varma. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he wanted to see some. Who's that? Uh, you know, the, <laughs> the comedian guy. <laughs> Hello, come from last name, uh, knifing. Knife, knife, kick, kick, knife. <laughs> Mito, yeah, Mito. I forget his name. Hui, 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 hui. Yeah. It's bits like that that when they're said in Estonian, yeah. I'll still laugh just because of the <laughs> just because of the hui 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 like haha he's saying hui like a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. For for those listening back in Ireland, hui is like Russian slang for penis, right? Uh, maybe or like or nah, nah hui or some, some, yeah, some of the, those genitals. Yeah, there's like a, f a funny <laughs> online insult that I see, like go to hui, go to hui. Yeah, <laughs> like go, go to penis. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, uh, and what I've understood is like in Russian they have a lot of it going around each other's like mothers. Yeah, like yeah. that's the hitting those relatives. Yeah, with yeah. those punches. <laughs> Ten wouldn't last a day <laughs> in Russia. Yeah, yeah because Ten wouldn't, wouldn't last a day anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> Ten is barely <laughs> lasting a day here. <laughs> <laughs> barely surviving. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see like a Dan spin-off of the uh, Into the Wild. You've seen the movie. I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Dan doing it. That would just be like disaster. telling he'd goodbye be, to his family. He'd be shaking. He'd be just shaking in one spot for two hours. <laughs> Help me, Tim. <laughs> Squatting so, in at your place. So you went to the Fringe for one week. Yeah. And did you, like, what did you get out of it? I think more confidence. Uh-huh. Uh, but in the terms... Did, did it improve your Estonian sets by doing yeah. it in English? Yeah, yeah because, like... The thing that changed was like I started doing crowd work. All right. Because uh, we had a show there where there, where like there was like I don't know four people on one side. Then there was the I don't know the walk through to the stage, and like one person on the other side. And then like I saw I don't remember who was like uh, opening, but they did their material and bombed hard. <laughs> and then I was like I I can't do any jokes. I just have to talk to them. Mm -hmm. It's the only way I'm going to be funny. So I decided to talk to and roast that one person uh, person for like coming alone, like <laughs> why like you came alone and now you sit alone and like like <laughs> like she just wanted to be alone. So I just like roasted her, and it was funny. Uh, like it, it for me, yeah. And then like I came back and I had uh, <laughs> funny for you, but not for no, no, not no, no, for no. her, right? Like they laughed, but like at one point, like I I saw it in her eyes where she was like, okay, that's it was okay, but now move on, please. <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, yeah, it gave me a lot of. Um, I, I I felt more comfortable on the stage. I think that's what I'm just trying to 
achieve. Yeah. Like to be more comfortable. Because when I talk to like the likes of Sander years and years ago now, when, in like my first two years, and I would talk to him about doing it in English. And he, he mm. always told me that like he has no interest in doing it in English. Like he wants to make it in Estonia and that's all that matters. And nowadays he wants to do it in English. And I think a lot of it is just fear. Like if they're afraid that they, because it's a big deal, right? Switching yeah. from a language you're 100% comfortable into like your second or even third language. Sometimes. Yeah, it's also like we, we have the, I don't know if they have it, but I kind of have it. It's like when I watch stand up and then I see those like, uh, I don't know, like some immigrants doing their immigrant jokes and it sort of gets like, I don't know, stale or mm-hmm. not, like not interesting. Yeah. And then uh, when I think like, oh, I'm about to do it in English. Oh, shit, I'm that guy. And that's also like kind of a, like in the beginning that pushed me off uh, doing English. Yeah. But yeah. In Estonia, it's the worst. Because it, like doing it in uh, English. Why is that? Because like <laughs> everybody speaks Estonian, but now I'm all of a sudden. I do remember on the tour we did with Chris Betts, you did it in, in Estonian or you did it in English in Tartu, didn't you? Yeah. Did, yeah. yeah. I remember beforehand you were like, oh, I don't I want to st- I want to do it in Estonian. And I was like, no, 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 just stick to the English, stick to the English. Oh yeah. And it was at the Athena, I think. Was I it? I don't remember. No, no, it wasn't at Athena. So it was like at I said, I, for once like one Game time I opened upstairs. at the Athena. It was Gang Club upstairs for us. Okay, okay. Cuz I'd never done Athena, so you know. Okay. Yeah. But it the room it was the worst room. <laughs> like I have Gang Club. Uh no, 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 Athena. All right, why? I didn't enjoy it because it's it's uh the stage is really high. Isn't that that's a good thing though? No, no, I don't like it because then I feel because I'm I know I'm I'm weird about my height because I don't actually like to be as tall or, or like I don't I I sometimes think that in my head I'm a little bit shorter than I'm a, than I. You're the am. tallest man on the face of the earth. <laughs> You're huge. <laughs> yeah, but I don't take advantage of it. And then when I'm on a really high stage, then I feel like I'm too, I don't know, far away or somehow. Well, no. I mean, if you're on a high stage, you're, it levels the playing field, really, because you're already up very high. Yeah, but that, but that stage doesn't is, need... That stage is ridiculously high. Yeah. It's insanely high. It's really high. Like, even when you're standing up, the stage is at a eye height, pretty much. Yeah, the first row, like, the first two rows doesn't see the performer. <laughs> they just they see the edge they see the top yeah. of your head <laughs> yeah they just listen yeah but also at the same time i don't like low stages either i don't like being um amongst people it's not in certain situations it's nice old mucka was nice because it felt like um it almost felt like do you know speaker's corner in the uk uh, uh, there, there's think. a little part part of hyde park called speaker's corner where people oh that thing where it goes like that no, no, it's just the place where people come to speak, to oh, like okay. give speeches and try to convert people to flat earth and stuff like that. Which <laughs> which I, I came upon uh, two years ago. There was, there's this group. <laughs> I've, I've been meaning to talk to Lewis about this. There's this group. I forget their name, but they do this flat earth world tour and they start in Scotland and they were in Tallinn a couple of months ago. Oh, they, they like set up in the old town square and they, they were live streaming and the police came and told them that they had to move and they were like, <laughs> You know, like a lot of flat earthers, their their bu- bullshit conspiracy stuff overlaps <clears throat> with this. You know, the sovereign citizen thing, yeah. where like you know, there's no there's no laws here. I don't I don't have to follow your laws type of thing. So they wouldn't move, and 
I was in Ireland at the time because it was around Christmas. I was like, fuck, I wish I was back home. Or I <laughs> wish I was in Estonia. I would have gone and fuck with them. Oh. I would have gone like, I would have joined them. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you but fuck like with them. <laughs> Louis Theroux style, take the piss out of them while yeah. like agreeing with them type of thing, you know? You got to start a mutiny. <laughs> 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 Fucking take it over. Man, I got deep in the flat earth at one point. Yeah? I did. L- Not like, like believing it. Yeah, yeah, just like... Uh, but I went down the rabbit hole of all these YouTube channels and these these personalities online that are just shocking, shocking, crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, Do you see the documentary? Beyond the Curve? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Oh, yeah. It's so good. It's because the way it ends is so Yeah, great. because it's like, yeah, fuck it's interesting. You. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but there are these, I talked about this a little bit on the Rona podcast, but no one listened to that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this guy called Nathan Oakley who has this Flat Earth Debate YouTube channel. Yeah. And uh, he was caught smacking his kid on live stream because his kid, his kid was trying to pull his iPad away from him. Uh-huh. So <laughs> the camera cuts off and you hear, and the, and the kids start crying. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, this piece of shit, he hates his kid, he hates his kid. The next day he comes on and his kid has like a giant bandage on his <laughs> head. And he's like, I did not hit my child. And this sociopathic mental case. But he does this show, th- uh, three shows a day. Each show is three hours long. And it's just this collection of broken, messed up weirdos just <sighs> reinforcing their own flat earth shit. I like great it's the greatest thing <laughs> on the face of the earth uh, i want to just come on and talk to them but they're just gonna ban me instantly anyway but yeah, yeah they were here yeah it's so interesting to see if like if some people have like really strong beliefs and they don't like they're like only my beliefs fuck everybody else yeah those yeah. people are so funny even if they're shown undeniable proof that their beliefs is wrong yeah. they will find some little way of making them right yeah, this it's is crazy. Yeah, and in the states, but they had the thing where like people still went to churches in the pandemic. Yeah, and and there, this lady was interviewed from her car, and she was like, "God is Almighty. I'm covered in His blood. <laughs> I won't get sick." <laughs> well, Americans are insane. Yeah, like to, at at that point, I was like, "Holy shit!" That's why I love America, and I'm I'm actually gonna apply for the div- diversity visa later this year. You can apply every year. Oh. You pay like three hundred quid, and it's a lottery. And um, for some reason, Estonia gets twice the spots Ireland does, you fuckers. <laughs> Even though we're, I guess, what it does is it looks at the the, immig- uh, the population from la- from last year and it's, it says like, okay, not as many Estonians applied last year, so we'll increase the slots this year. Huh. But I'm going to apply for it because I want to go to America because I'm just, I want to meet, I want to hang out with these crazy people. <laughs> like, I, I, would, I would love to live in some shithole little town in Louisiana somewhere. And just drink in the local pub with, with the retards who live there, you know? <laughs> That's the dream, man. <laughs> yeah, Estonia has got to you, man. <laughs> just like thinking about scamming them <laughs> yeah. while you're there. Like, oh God, yeah. how can I have a diamond heist? <laughs> <laughs> how? <laughs> Not to say that Estonia doesn't have its own fair share of crazy people. You know? Oh, yeah. That's why we're like the most famous for, I think. Just like, no, yeah, because like we had those diamond heisters, like to who like robbed in Italy, Italy somewhere. It was like, yeah, that, like two thousand seven. There was a an, an Estonian guy arrested in my town back in Ireland. Yeah, uh, my town is a very small town, like way on the west coast. But he was like a contract killer or something, <laughs> and he was uh, he was arrested in in my town for like uh, planning a, a, a murder, like fucking Tiger King <laughs> shit. Like it was like, yeah. and. Uh, this was while I was in Estonia, and I'm like, fucking hell, even if I went home, I can't, I can't get away from these people. 
I have to deal with them here and I have to deal with them there. It's fucked. Yeah, just mental. Ready to scam. But like the, it's the homeless people that I find the most interesting here, because um, they're so funny. <laughs> like I was talking to Ronald today about like it. looking at them. <laughs> just start. I do. I do. I park up in outside grocery in Paida and I just watch the homeless people uh-huh. because some the shit they put. Like there's, I was outside grocery once and a homeless guy was sitting on the <laughs> the elect- electricity box. And another homeless guy walked up to him And he had like a flap on his jacket The guy sitting down The other homeless guy just tugged on the flap And then the flap like Pulled out of his fingers And the other homeless guy looked up at him And looked back down And he just walked away And that was it He just pulled on the flap and walked away Like what's the history between these two old men? I want to know I just imagine you like sitting in a parking lot Like you're like You have your like fucking full lights on (laughs) Right at them Seriously, the, yeah, they're highlighted. <laughs> if you could look at the, my, my dash cam footage of my car, <laughs> there's hours and hours of just me sitting in the car w- watching this shit. <laughs> it's amazing. Like I was telling Rono about um, being down in South, South Estonia because I had this plan to drive over the border to like buy a bunch of booze. Okay. Because uh, I know I know of this old, this old dirt road that crosses just south of Moisakula. Okay. And me and Rono were going to head down. <laughs> and smuggle alcohol across the border, basically, <laughs> until we saw that they're like flying helicopters overhead. So oh, yeah, drones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was telling him like how much I liked that part of Estonia because uh, it's all these hills and and a nice thing. And and I told him, you know, the first time I ever went to Kalkseniuja, I was like, fuck, oh, this is amazing. This is so beautiful. It was in the middle of February. There was lots of snow, and <laughs> there was just two old homeless guys beating each other with sticks. <laughs> <laughs> they were just hitting each other with sticks in, in, in this beautiful place, uh, like, enjoying the yeah. weather, like hitting them, uh, like each other, like um, they were in like, the in the sun, not like in the in the sun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were just hit, and they weren't like trying to hurt each other. They were just hitting each other with sticks for fun. For fun. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> but uh, Ronald Communicating. said, like, Ronald was like, "Why do you notice shit like this? Why do you <laughs> why do you like remember this stuff?" And I said, "Well, because." You know, it's just funny to me. Like, and Rano says, "Yes, because uh, I guess it's true. Because as Estonians, we see this as a problem. You see it as a solution, <laughs> 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 and it's true. I, I love it. It's great. Oh yeah, like uh, f- from like near my the place I live in Mustama. Uh-huh. Like uh, we do these walks, and uh, like there's like this behind like um, a, a big like Remy store." And then there's like a parking lot and there's a homeless guy who's like cut a fence so it looks like a door. Like the fence opens up like a part of the fence like a door. Like a security fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a green <laughs> security fence and he's cut it. And then he has like his uh, his uh, bed is like uh, pushed uh, onto the wall during the day. During the night he puts it back down. Oh, normal. He has a <laughs> table. He has some bags there behind uh, the... Um, Behind the couch, yeah, he's like, uh, he has some bags. And I, I guess like from the other side where they work, they just see like an old couch. So he's, all the, his stuff is like hidden. Oh, but surely they know, they must know he's there. I think so. But they just like let, it, let let him live there? You should go talk to him, talk to this guy. Talk to the guy? Yeah, I yeah. think it's, he's scary, man. 
He's scary. Yeah. You know, wolves don't uh, go attack uh, near their camp. <laughs> 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 Too close to my house. <laughs> Does he have a name, this guy? No. Because in Ireland, we have names for all our homeless people. We have, like, nicknames for them. You don't do that here? No, no, no. Like, they, they yell it out? Call me Nick. <laughs> no, no. Like, we have this We had this guy in my town. He wasn't homeless. He was just a bit loopy in the head. Yeah. He'd walk like this, so he's moving his, his arm in, like, a circular motion as he walked. And he got... <laughs> He got. <laughs> he would just walk around like this, yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. like a little shimmy with the circular yeah, yeah. hand. And we we gave him the nickname "Stirring Soup" because it looks like he's stirring soup. Okay, okay, stuff like that. You don't do that here. Now I I know that in uh, Kayla, there was this guy who uh, they called like Ilagert, like Spitgert, because <laughs> <laughs> he's bad. Uh, he was just like some crazy guy who like paid uh, kids. So that they would like tie him up to a tree. Fuck off. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. So kid, like, so this random guy came <laughs> up to kids and was like, "Hey, I'll, I'll give you some money." So you. <laughs> Surely they would have done it for free. That sounds like a good time to me. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like, yeah. He paid. He paid kids. Oh. Wow. Yeah, because like I had my classmate who lived there. Yeah, and and the story had checked out like with different Kayla's people. Like, people I know from Kayla, they're always like, oh, Spitkart, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking insane. Yeah. Was it a sexual thing or what? I don't know. Like, he didn't, like right? he, he didn't do anything sexual. Like, he just told, like, uh, my classmate told me, like, he was like, oh, we went to the store and then this guy came from the bushes and was like, hey, kids want 20 bucks? Tie me to a tree. <laughs> and would they tie him? Would they, like, wrap rope around him? Yeah. Or would they just tie his arms? Like, he, no, no, like him and... Uh, like he was next to the tree, so uh, so they wrapped his whole body up. Is he still alive, this guy? No idea. Oh fuck! I have to I have to go find him. Dude, it would be amazing to get that guy onto the stage <laughs> in here. I can imagine the smell. Yeah. He'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll tie himself to a mic stand. <laughs> What's his name in Estonian again? Uh, Ila Gert. Ila Gert. Yeah. All right. Ila. And this is in Kela. Yeah, in Kela. All right. Like, I'm gonna find this guy. Yeah, take Caleb with you. I will. <laughs> with that truck. <laughs> I will. <laughs> it would be like super We'll tie sketch. him up and toss him in the back of the yeah. truck. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good that like Caleb drives a truck also. So American. Oh, he like you know that as soon as he landed, he just started getting the shakes because he didn't have a pickup truck, you know? Yeah. Like every time he uh, uh, like picks me up, I always tell him like when we sit in the truck, I'm always going like, hey man, look at that car, man. Look at that BMW. You know why that car is so good and they're having fun in that car? Because it's a German car. <laughs> you need to buy a German car. German is always better. So I'm, <laughs> I'm hyping up Germans for him. And he's super pissed. It's also weird. He went straight for the American pickup truck as well. Yeah. You think he'd be less obvious about it, like get a Toyota or something. No, he loves being American. Because I remember the first time he came. Funnily enough, he claims he doesn't. He, he claims he belongs in Estonia. Ah, uh, dude. He loves being... A uh, foreigner in Estonia. He does, yeah. Yeah, because like, I remember the time when he like first came to me and was like, Roger. Like, that's the way he said Really? It. Yeah, he's like, Roger. Oh, Jesus, Caleb. What are you doing? I'm going to wear a tank top on stage. <laughs> and I was like, and where does it go? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the whole thing he said to me. And I was like, you go, man. Ro he rolled the oars too. Yeah, rocker. Oh, That's that. He always does it. Like you that. see, he he. I'd be I'd be okay with that. I would even respect that. 
if he bothered his arse to learn Estonian, right? <laughs> because then he has the right to do whatever he f- and say whatever he wants. He did the fucking work. Yeah. He did what I did, haven't done in seven <laughs> years. <laughs> you know, you should teach me Estonian. That's what you should do. So we continue in Estonian? <laughs> yeah. Paljus rääkida oskad? Ma ei tea. Video mang? Oh, I, I feel like you in this conversation now. Why? Uh, because like when you're speaking Estonian, you know about the same amount of words as I do in English. <laughs> no, man. Video Are you game. kidding me? No, you think... I think... You, w- did you ask me what, sh- what should we talk about next? What should we talk about now in Estonian just then? Uh, no, no, no. No, what did you say? I said like, uh, I don't know how much can you talk. Oh, shit. I just heard Ragi and I'm like, I know what he's mean. I know <laughs> what he means. Uh, how much do I know? Not much, man. I can actually... I can... I tell you what, right? When I listen to the news and stuff, I can I can tell what's, what's going on. Okay. Um, That's good. Yeah, and if I read a website in Estonian, I can roughly figure out what's going on. But when I hear like two friends speaking Estonian, nah, forget about it. I'm too fast? It's all not right. too fast, but it's two friends, right? So they're familiar with slang each other, slang, all that stuff. And Oh, yeah. But I get it a little bit, you know. That's good. Because it's, it's weird because like when a foreigner like is in a group, we've had that where like it's been at the mics. When, yeah, Caleb has sometimes like hang, hung out with us afterwards and then... He's like saying, ah, fuck, yeah, we speak in Estonian still. But at some points, it's like, uh, it's so hard to deliver a joke in English. Yep. So you're like, you know, I want to do it in Estonian because I, I can pizzazz it up. Yeah, I talked to Sander about this, how um, like he, he struggles a lot translating his bits to English because he just used so much uh, like insider Estonian, you know, archaic. Not archaic, but you know... Regional shit and yeah. you know what I mean, like older. It's, it's about Estonians. Yeah, Estonia. yeah, yeah. Um, but my favorite thing to do, my f- favorite thing to do always at Nikes was if I'd see like Mikael and Sander talk to each other in Estonian, I'd like work my way in and go, "What's that?" <laughs> and then I'd force them to speak English to each other, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, ah. "Yeah, we get that a lot." So me and Rona has done the same thing. Where like, so, uh, like Louis or somebody will talk to us, and then he'll go away, and we'll look at each other and continue in English. And then one of us realizes, like, "Fuck, we're doing. <laughs> we're betraying our ancestors." Like, yeah. yeah, it's so easy, man. But I'll tell you what, Don, and I, I said this on a podcast I did with Tauri Einberg. I'm, I foolishly said that by this time next year i will learn the estonian language to oh. a decent level and if I, and if i don't i'll shave my head <laughs> beard and all oh that's a good bet cuz i like and i'm fucking i'll do it i'll i'll hold me to this hold me to it because i don't want to shave my head <laughs> you don't want to see what i look like without any hair i couldn't imagine you you've watched game of thrones right no man no you know you know varus the the bald guy no i only know the hot chick with the dragons. Yeah, I'd look yeah. like her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I think you, you kind of look like her, yeah, yeah. once you go bald. Look, right? Yeah, once you go bald. You can see it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody's going to have sex with you in a burning house. Yeah, I was in London um, a couple of months ago before Corona, and uh, someone said, hey, Amelia Clark, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and took photos and signed autographs. Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. For an hour and a Funnily half. Funnily enough, that did actually happen to me once in my life. I was in... Uh, 
I was in Henderson in Nevada, which is just ne- off near Las Vegas, and there was an In and Out burger there. So me and my friend were like, we'd never tried it before, but In and Out, everyone talks about In and Out. So yeah, we're like, right, we'll go try it. And we went inside, and we were queuing up, and this guy came up to me, and he was like, hey, hey, man, c- can I get your picture? And I was like, uh, I, I was stunned. I was like, uh, sure, yeah, yeah. And he took his picture with me. And he was like, uh, uh, which episode of Duck Dynasty were you on? <laughs> he, th- he thought I was on the show Duck Dynasty. You know that show? Uh, it's a bunch I, of guys of who it. look like me, basically. Okay, yeah. I, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of so it. So he just thought I was on Duck Dynasty. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, buddy. You too, buddy. <laughs> walked away. <laughs> so now somewhere in America, on some guy's phone, there's just a photograph of me. Yeah, you could pull off like Zach Galifianakis as well, I think. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you have the. I don't have the years of drug abuse eyes that he has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> those th- big saggy eyes. Yeah, yeah, but the tone of your wo- voice, kind of like. Well, the tone of my voice is fucked today because I'm exhausted and I'm sick and uh, I don't have Corona. Yeah, that sounded uh, exactly like Zach. Good. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know Who, which one's Zach Galifianakis again. <laughs> the he's the guy. Hang- hangover guy. He had that great show between two ferns. Yeah. Oh, so good. Such a great show. Oh, when he got the prize. Such bit. an Estonian show. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it actually is. Yeah. yeah. That's what our like networks should be copying. Yeah. Not like fucking ma- mask singer. Yeah. Have you seen that shit? No, I've heard the, of it though. The worst. What's it about? It's like <laughs> it's just like grown ups in costumes singing. And then like Whoa. some Incredible. I don't know, like C C celebrities or like these celebrities are uh, so judging it. <laughs> no, Lewis no. hasn't been on there. Oh, shit. Yeah, but like they try to guess who it is. It's the worst. Ah, but you're going to have that in every country. They all have this hack. Crap. You know? Yeah, but like, I, it, it gets the prime spot in the TV. But like, who cares about TV anymore? No one gives a crap yeah, about but TV I'm, I'm anymore. Like, I feel sorry for the guys who are like, if you work your butt off and your show is airing and it's on the same time. Yeah. And everybody's going to watch Mask Singer. And I you're guess. like, fuck me. I mean, I have the Elisa TV thing. Yeah. I pay for it. I don't use I use it once every five years to watch the song festival. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Or the, the military parade or whatever. I just don't, you know. Yeah. YouTube, man. Everything YouTube. on, on YouTube. the babe. You're young enough to probably have a favorite YouTuber, right? Uh like PewDiePie, do you like that? Guy? No, 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 I've never watched he's him. He's very racist, did you know that? He's very, racist, he? he's very anti-Semitic. Well, he's Sweden, so... <laughs> he, lives, he lives in Brighton, where all the homosexuals live, surprisingly enough. He's a homosexual as I well. I don't know, he might be. Might be, PewDiePie, PewDiePie. gay name. <laughs> 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 but do, you have, do you watch a, a regular uh, YouTuber guy? Because I hate a, a, asking people this, because everyone has pretty shameful subscriber lists, let's be honest. Like, you oh, got, you always worst. got that one guy that's like... Yeah, I watched like some guys who like played some games, I guess. Oh, okay. And then, but not like, not like, I, I couldn't watch like some, I don't know, some Diablo or some shit like that. Or like, uh, some lame shit. You yeah. want the Call of Duty, man. Bam, yeah, bam, bam. some shit. Oh, I had a, from, a guy from uh, Sweden. I watched some guy like named Tabes. Tabe, never heard of him. Yeah, that guy, he, he did. But the thing I, I liked about him was like, I was young and he was kind of, um, I know he was like in this like first semester of uni or some shit like that, and he was hardcore partying. Uh, <laughs> right. And then he like his commentary was like he just had his game on, and he talked about those parties he went to. 
and that was funny because he had some funny and like uh, some of his stories were like really like revealing and he put himself out there like uh, and that's what I, I kind of listened to it as like a podcast but no yeah. you're on YouTube yeah how do you pronounce the name of your podcast Paikeseyankut Paikeseyankut yeah oh, okay and it's the worst name we could have picked what does it mean uh, sunny bunnies basically sunny bunnies yeah Paikeseyankut you know the fucking spot that gets like from the light sometimes what the lens flare yeah like if i like have a mirror and reflect it in your yeah. eye yeah that's a sunny bunny right is, is it, it in english are you teaching me english now <laughs> no no I, I i'm asking you is it I've never, it's the first time i ever heard that before in my life yeah because i don't know if sunny bunny is uh i don't think it, it is it's like a rough translation I don't think we have a word for that. Yeah, but... but God, but, Estonian such a magnificent language. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but the bad thing about it is uh, that uh, there's a lot of uh, kindergartens named after Sunny Bunnies. Really? Yeah, so if you Google us, like right now, we come up. That's good. But before this, all you got was like... A loads of like uh, how to get into the, your uh, how to get your child into the oh so you're gonna have kids that are parents at home like googling how am I gonna get my kid into the school and then it's gonna be Dan being autistic for two yeah. hours <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're heading to man oh shit yeah it's going well though isn't it yeah it's it's fun it's really good are, are you gonna keep doing the live thing that you started doing yesterday uh, we don't know because like we used to do it on uh, Instagram. And now we, but the problem was before we couldn't, uh, our audio was fucked up, but now we got it to work. And uh, yeah, we're, I think maybe like, maybe more do like a video podcast. Maybe we'll do you that. You don't like the live format? It's weird. Why? Why? What's weird about it? Because it's, um, I don't know. It's weird to listen to backwards, I think. Like when uh, you get it from Spotify. Mm-hmm. And then you have this like weird live stuff going on, like the first fifteen minutes or first half an hour, and then the episode begins. Maybe it's a bit like clunky. I don't know why. Because you don't edit your stuff; you just put it up. Yeah, as is, right? Yeah, we sometimes edit out shit when it's like uh, somebody says something really fucked up, or like like something personal. I mean, like about about that somebody else, yeah, about somebody else. <laughs> yeah, like tell somebody's I don't know fiance's name, some shit like that. We try to cut that shit out. You're yeah. respectful, so yeah, we you try actually have boundaries. Fair play to you. Yeah, yeah, but then does the editing, so I'm just saying this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you should not give that boy the, the power. To oh, stuff. he has all the power, and I like it. Sometimes he complains about it. He's He'll like, chop you up to say, like, I don't like knickers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that guy. Yeah, he's like, he's always like complaining about it. Like, why, I, why do I have to do it? And then I'm like, oh, I'll help you. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he like he flirts with me. Ah. Yeah. So he's uh but his heart is in the right place, so I Oh Dan's heart's always in the right place. Yeah, but his mind His mind is damaged. Destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Destroyed, destroyed. In the matrix. Should I had him here here for this as well, actually. Yeah. Because I have a feeling if should. I if I talk to Dan face to face, he's not Oh, he's gonna uh, present himself, you know? Yeah, yeah. I need to get him flowing with you here, you know. No, he needs to be fucked up. <laughs> that, can, that can be arranged. Yeah, then he'll break down. And then you'll see, like, he'll pick up his phone in, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he'll be on his phone and you can't get a word out, man. What do you think of these YouTubers who... Because there's these... um, 
these weird channels now where entire families will vlog their their whole lives. Oof. It's so fucking creepy because the dad is always this weirdo. This guy with like really his eyes are always big. Yeah, in the super thumbnail. Happy about do you know, it. Did you ever see that in thumbnails? They they make their eyes bigger, and they do the big open mouth thing, and they use Photoshop to make their mouths bigger. Oof. Because kids are so like stupid and they always don't. it's so cartoonish. Yeah, so kids are like bah! and they'll click on it. <laughs> <laughs> It creeps me out. Holy shit. I didn't actually know that that they do that. Oh, yeah, they do, yeah. Oh. There's one fella notorious. I see him. Dude, I gotta start doing that with my videos. <laughs> oh, make the eyes massive. There's this one guy. I forget his name. I think his name is Sunday or something. But he just looks like a greasy, don't want you around my kids type of guy. He's probably a lovely fella. Okay. But he makes his eyes artificially super blue, like really blue. And like widens it very slightly, so you can't tell that he's widening it, but he's I doing it. It's this weird, like playing with kids' minds thing. Oof. It's so creepy. I don't like any of that stuff. Like my YouTube subscriptions is all woodworking. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you told <laughs> like me this before. Woodworking, yeah. fucking space shit. Uh, old cr two old men building a boat type of stuff. <laughs> you know, I I can't watch these weirdos. You know. And they all have the same, like, hey, everyone, welcome to me. And yeah. I just, oh, I have to turn it off immediately. I want to punch my screen. Yeah, because you can see the people who are, like, authentic on it. Like, I, I've watched some guy who, fuck, it was like, his account is, like, OG Builds or some shit like that. Uh, he's just uh, some uh, British guy, used to be a teacher. Bastard. Used to be a uh, teacher. <laughs> and he just goes into the forest camping. And his whole video is him, like, just putting up his tent, like cutting, and then he brings like two beers with him, and then he he'll like drink it, and then get like really personal. <laughs> That's good stuff, though. Yeah, yeah, because you can see that he does it from the heart. Yeah, like he really yeah. wants to do this. That's why. Do you ever cool. see that primitive technology guy in Australia? Nah, he's this younger fella who's massive YouTube channel now, but he basically does. He builds buildings out of like clay that he digs out of the ground himself. He doesn't research anything. He just goes into it with an empty head oh. and tries to figure out how to make clay bricks, how to make like an oven to cure the bricks, how to make a, a mud hut. Like he starts from scratch. But his videos are really popular. But one thing people never do is they, they if, if there's anyone out there who listens to Primitive Tech or watches Primitive Tech, go into the, the comments <laughs> and read his responses to people He responds to nearly everybody And he shits on everybody <laughs> He shits on everybody Really snarky too Like um, well why don't you quit your job Like all this kind of yeah. uh, He's great But I love stuff like that Just people making stuff You know Yeah. None of this fast talking Like you know who Jack Skeptica is No He's this big Irish YouTube gamer if I ever find the fucker, I'm going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I'm going to kill him because he's a very poor representation of my country. <laughs> but most of the streamers are weird. But they have to be. They have to be, like, because their audience is children. So they have to be super, like, talk really fast, high-pitched voices. Yeah. That's and where the money is, you know? Yeah, and the job is, I think it's horrible. Yeah. Think well, about it, like, waking up and you'll be like, oh, I have to play that game now. Yeah. Yeah. Not I want to play it, but I have to. And not only do they have to play it, they have to keep talking the whole time. Yeah. Like they have like, like six hours a day of just what do you Yeah, that's why I don't don't uh, understand the hate 
that those girls get that show boobs. Fuck it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Oh much she, respect to them. Yeah. She's doing something. Like the the only p- people who give them hate are these lame incel fuckers who are like they'll never touch a woman. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so they just turn their hate on on women like this. I mean, if you if you have it, fucking use it. Make money. Who, who gives a shit? Yeah. The same with the uh, religious people. Like some of them who are like batshit crazy. Yeah. Like way, way deep into it. Like we we had a guy from the States in our university and the guy just like said that he can't have Instagram, Facebook, nothing because like he'll see tits and oh, no. Buddy, buddy, buddy. He's yeah. in the wrong country. Look yeah. at the women in this country. They're like why would you, you know. Everybody has their tits out. Yeah. Even, even me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's trying to get those tits, man. But that's so weird. So he's... What, do you know what religion he's in or is he just crazy religious in general the one with the cross <laughs> christianity i think mine oh jesus then he's <laughs> he's done because we're like we don't give a fuck anymore about any of that stuff i would have thought he'd be a mormon or something like that oh maybe i don't know it's all like i, I i've had a curse on it but you know religion <laughs> it's like three <laughs> for me there's like three religions what's that there's the buddhism then there there are those guys who have their uh, towels and stuff and then there's the guys with the crosses <laughs> that's about right yes that's about right yes and none of them are good no <laughs> they're all bad they're yeah. all evil they had their point in time of history i mean look at i'm from a very very super religious part of ireland and i grew up in the church and all that stuff but they do do good things you know the catholic church does good things it's done a lot of evil things too but I didn't get fucked in the mouth. So, you know. <laughs> but uh, do you yeah. know I lived with a, an American? This is uh, this is the first time I've ever told anybody this. Okay. When I first came to Estonia, the first place I lived was with an American um, pastor priest in Paida. <laughs> yeah, and that's why you'll you'll never leave the place. No, I'm stuck there now. <laughs> he put a, he put a circle around Paida with like <laughs> powder. I can't leave. We're doing this over Skype right now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I live with this this American pastor guy, but he never like pushed his religion on me or anything. Okay. He just, you know, gave me some wood and fed me and stuff, you know. Like the slang term wood? <laughs> no, no, unfortunately no. not. He was a very handsome man. Handsome man. Yeah, he was, a, he was an older gentleman, spoke fluent Estonian, fluent Russian. His wife worked for the European Union, so that's why she was there. And he was just this, this monk, this hermit, this pastor living in Paida. And uh, he was a good lad, but he left. He went back to Albuquerque, and I had to get out of his house. Oh, so. y- you know he fucked here, man. Oh, he, yeah. he, he had loads of chicks, dude. He was he was like fifty nine, but he was ripped. He was <laughs> ripped. He was replacing the the floor underneath the stove in my little apartment upstairs, and the, the guy he was topless, and he was <laughs> ripped. I'm sitting there just admiring this man. <laughs> Like like you admire homeless guys. Oh yeah, yeah. sitting just there. sitting there, drooling, there. drooling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I miss that guy. He was he was a good guy. He invited me to his house for Thanksgiving. I said no, and ever since then he kind of didn't like me. So I, I moved. He out. said no. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like uh, the shit. I had something about the religious guy thing, but I. Oh yeah, uh, that's that's the same thing. Like uh, when we had our, like a year ago, we had our uh, my like my grandma's funeral, and one guy who just like did the uh, 
don't know, some casket guy. guy Paul Bearer. Yeah, he'll like drive the. Oh yeah, the, the, the guy who drives the hearse. Yeah, yeah, the dead body with the car away, and that guy was also like handsome as hell. He had like his, I don't know, like uh, Brad Pitt's hair, like just like <laughs> really weird hairdo, like cross of a mullet, something. Yeah, yeah, just out to fuck chicks. Fucking. Yeah, hell. and he like he was really really friendly with every woman at the funeral, and I was like, even the dead ones, yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah, she, he was like. Ah, he's there to fuck, you know. <laughs> That's what I thought. It was super weird because I remember I was crying. And then when <laughs> I saw the guy, I was like, fuck, he's here to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he got you through it. Yeah, he got you through the... Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I, I laughed a little bit. Yeah. So back to the comedy thing, because I wanted to talk to you about this, uh, this doing things out of outside of Estonia. Uh, so like, do you, what's your long-term goal with this? Because you told me that when you, when you came back, from the military, you were like, right, boom, this is me, now I'm doing this. Yeah. So what's long-term? What's, what's the future? Well, I hope I can keep doing it. I really like it. I um, I don't know. I, I've um, The problem is... Are, I, you, are you struggling at the moment? Uh, like comedy-wise? Just or like without life? the shows? Oh, yeah. But like, it's... I don't know. I like, I understand it. Just like, oh, fuck, like... If I keep crying about it, it's not gonna change. I, I try to do like different stuff, you know, podcasts and s- stuff like that. I hope, oh, I hope none of these Estonian guys try the whole live comedy online thing. Oh, it Please would be God, the worst. Don't try that. Have you yeah. seen that stuff? Uh, no, but it's I, bad. It's so bad. It, it's supposed to be. Dude, <laughs> <sighs> like if somebody offered something in that way, I would just like do me getting. I don't know. Just like. In front of the camera doing, I don't know, talking just. But yeah, doing comedy wouldn't work. It would be, ter- it's terrible. It would yeah. be, it would be bad for your comedy if you did that. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I, I'd like to do it professionally. I'd like to like have a life <laughs> doing comedy. Mm-hmm. You're, you're almost there, right? Homeless? <laughs> what? No, you're almost there. Ah. You're almost. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was, what? I was I'm going to be looking shot. at you from the car. <laughs> uh, but you're you're getting there, right? You're doing bigger shows and you know touring. Yeah, and all that, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to put together an hour uh, for the. You still night. haven't done your first hour yet. No, no, for the winter, because I didn't want to do it because so I didn't loop. felt ready. I, I I like some like Sanders said something to me. He was like, hey like you want to do one something you know and then i told him like nah uh, i want to wait because i want my first one to be special like i w- if i'm gonna put together an hour i want it to be special like this is my special so it has to be special it can't just be like me hey this is what i've written boom so you want to actually put together an hour of cohesive material as opposed to just an hour of bits you know what i mean no no no, no. Uh, it's more of like me trying to get the best out of my bits or like trying to be really good with my stories because I didn't just want to I, I did like two half an hours before because I think like I like last year I could have done an hour but then again it would have been like in front of I don't know like 200 people maybe max like the whole thing and I, I was like ah I'm just gonna do you, my shorter, shorter, <laughs> shorter sets. Two hundred is not enough for Roger Andre. No, not like that. Because I, I just, I, I didn't want. Uh, I don't want to repeat my jokes in those. And then I would be like, okay, I'm 
putting together an hour for like 200 people, then I'm going to do it, and then what next? Yeah. So I'm just, I'm not focused on the hour thing, is I'm more focused on me getting better. And I'll just do the hour when, like now it's like itching a little bit, so I'm like, okay, fuck it, I'll do this, and then... Believe we'll it or not, it one goes. of my favorite bits from any Estonian comedian is your bit about trying to muffle the sound of your farts. <laughs> Remember that bit? Yeah. Oh, God, great stuff. The, th that was on YouTube. Uh, I want to take it down, though. Why? Why? <laughs> I, I wasn't that, um, I don't know, I'm kind of critical about my own shit. Yeah, yeah, don't take anything down. Just leave it, it up. Yeah, Good or probably. bad, fuck it. Yeah, and don't I read the comments. That's my number one advice dude, to everyone. Oh, don't read I the love comments. To read them. I actually read them. Oh man, don't do it, dude. Because when I'm like, uh, I know it, maybe it's the freak in me, but I, uh, regardless, like if they say a good thing, I'm like, okay, fuck it. He liked it. Cool. That's nice. If somebody's saying some shit to me, then I'm like, it's funny to me that he's like in his head. He's like, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna write this down. <laughs> and that makes me that makes me laugh. I don't know why, but I like it. I like the whole yeah, that's process. A, that's of a it. healthy way to look at it. Yeah, because a lot of the lads don't. You know, they can't. You shouldn't be reading comments because they yeah. have such fragile egos. God bless them. You know. Yeah, because but some guys have said like horrible things to my face, like like being weird about it. Like even if I don't know anybody. But they've seen something or like me doing something. What, like they're offended? Like they're offended by no, something no, you like say? They're offended, but just like dick about it. Like they'll be like in their head, like they're like, oh, I'm the funny guy. Fuck you. Like you think you're funny. And then I'm just trying to be polite. I'm like shaking everybody's hand, being like, hey, I'm Roger. Nice to meet you. And stuff like that. And then somebody will be like, I don't like your comedy. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've had Shit. it. I've had it. Yeah, fuck it, man. I think as an English-speaking comedian in this country, I think I get away with so much. Yeah, I get away with so much because people are are less inclined to come up to me and say, "You're not fucking." Funny. Yeah, but the because I get I do because either I don't know are they afraid of me or, but you have this uh, charisma on stage. You have it. Like I don't think that's it though. I think it's because they're just intimidated by the English. Oh, mate. They feel like they, they can't <laughs> criticize me because English is not their first language. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. They'll be afraid to get lit up. <laughs> yeah, with but, words. Well, well, I think I think they just want to, they're, they're way more critical of Estonian. Uh, yeah, speakers. maybe because we have it in our instinct that we are like, oh, foreigners do it better. We are just copying. We're trying to do the same thing, but our way. Yeah. <laughs> That's maybe the thing. That, like the only guy who ever came up to me and gave me shit was in Latvia. It was some Latvian guy who said, like, you can't say bad thing about Latvians. <laughs> it was some stupid bit about, it was like a, a throwaway six toes, ha, ha, ha yeah. bit. He was like, you can't say bad thing. <laughs> this is my country. <laughs> He's like this little bald guy. I'm like, you know, I just wanted to put my whole hand on his head and just push his head away. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like comedy as well, man mics and everything because like in those environments everything like when the i chaos walk around, of it is great isn't it yeah because everybody is supposed kind of supposed to understand that it's all for laugh laughter not for like i don't know like yeah in like just like uh, life i don't know walking around on the street people sometimes yeah they don't get the joke yeah or they'll be like mad about it i don't get that like why do you make the effort some people just want to be mad about anything 
you know? Just like Then the sad thing is that they they come some and sometimes they pay to come yeah. to be mad. Oh, that's the best. You know? Because you still get the money. <laughs> still get the money, yeah. <laughs> like I don't mind the likes of Richard. Remember that professor from Tallinn University who used to come to Pirning and heckle all the time? Yeah. I don't mind him. He's alright. He just gets too drunk and he heckles, that's fine. But uh he hung around with these other professors who were you we were doing a mic check, remember? And one of them came up to the stage and was like, Stop it, we are trying to play cards in the back. Oh yeah. yeah Do you yeah. remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, like he, what else did he say? He was like, uh, this is our place or something like that. Like that's like get the f Oh, the nerve to have like to Pro even prof think professors. that professors. Like you're in burning, bro. What are you yeah. doing? Get a life. Go to a cafe. This is where yeah. the cool kids hang out. You're not a cool kid. Maybe that's why he was mad. He's looking at the cool kids like, damn, I want to be a cool kid. I want to be on stage. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, it's a weird feeling, man. It's just, uh, being on stage is kind of like being in the shower, I think. In what way? I don't know. The feeling's kind of like you're out in the open, I don't know. Like vulnerable, I can't say the word. Like you're naked. Vulnerable. Vul vulnerable. Vulnerable. Why are you vulnerable in the shower? <laughs> I don't know. Like you're naked. Some if somebody comes up to you, man, I I don't in have the shower. That'd yeah, be pretty. I bad, don't man. have my gun there. <laughs> you have a gun? No, no, they don't. <laughs> nah, I don't. It's I don't know. Guns are weird. I've I've been slowly taking a lot of the comedians shooting. Yeah, I've seen but, some. But whenever I take a comedian who's done military service, I'm like, why am I wasting my money taking this guy <laughs> shooting? He's got to go in the military and shoot, like, lots yeah. of things. Yeah. Shooting the... We had the 100 and... What is it? Like 120, 20, 122 uh, millimeter, the fucking cannon thing. Yeah, yeah. The, like mortar. Uh-huh. They think of plum. Yeah. Does it oh. actually make that plum yeah. sound? Really? Oh, I have some videos somewhere. I know. You, I remember you showed me a lot of those old videos. There, it just looks like a good time. Oh yeah, like the whole ground like shook. Yeah, we, I, I had like last year uh, in the spring. I had uh, like I don't know, uh, like reunion, uh, like yeah, reunion uh, with the military guys, right? Yeah, but not like hey, let's get a beers, but like we have to go to the forest for a week. All right. Uh, yeah, and we showed some. Guns. Oh, is that? Oh, because you're in the reserve, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, I, I can't say that. It's like, let's get together and polish our skills or something. Don't right? think we have a word for that. Yeah. Masturbation, maybe. You, Ma you blew each other in the forest. Yeah, that's, that's what we did. <laughs> that's why we were, we were there for a week. No you're, you're glad you did that, though, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. It was good. Because I've, I know a lot of people, especially back in Ireland, who were like, I'm so glad we don't have compulsory military service. Motherfucker, if we had compulsory military service, you wouldn't have gangs of young fellas running around Dublin throwing rocks at taxis. We would just... Because the, the youth in Ireland are fucked. It's, it, they were, they're all fucked. They're all on drugs. They're all... They have no respect for no one. If we had compulsory military service, it would go a long way to fixing a lot of social problems in the country. But we're a neutral pacifist country, so it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's, I think it's good, yeah, when somebody like puts you down or like puts you in your place kinda like tries to put you it's it's good because you but also it teaches you discipline yeah and, you get you like know, good order. things out of it yeah that's why i've been telling dan like this whole time like just like you're not doing nothing right now or like you're doing nothing right now just like go do it fuck it man he avoided the military service oh he's he? trying to avoid it yeah but he's too old now isn't he no 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 man he you you get until like 27 like 27 men, men only right yeah oh, 
motherfuckers. Yeah, but then again, like women's bodies are like different. They have to carry a baby, so now if they're like in the cold, like I don't know if it's not that good. I guess yeah, you don't want a bunch of jacked, yeah, jacked fucking women going around the place. Yeah. Dude, go yeah. ahead. Nice. Because uh, yeah, like you you wouldn't want your girlfriend to go to the forest. You'd rather much go yourself. Like. Yeah, I mean maybe there could be some sort of. Cook, cooking military oh, I don't but, know. <laughs> but there are some chicks who go there yeah and they're insane yeah like yeah because they go there to have sex with guys yeah yeah like loads of guys like there there was this lady who had like <laughs> lady i love how you give her the respect <laughs> yeah now like first i give her the respect <laughs> uh, uh but yeah uh, she had like i think she had like two or three ch- uh, children and then he just like he was, uh, she was 20, uh, 25 and she was like, fuck it, I'll go to the military. And left his uh, man with the kids. Mm-hmm. And then he got, uh, she got pregnant in the military. Like She had like two or three abortions as well. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because in the forest, like late at night, she'd been just like fucking guys. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's a lovely time, you know. Good times. <laughs> Good times. We had no women there. Yeah. So yeah, it was just like holding in shit. Yeah. Because you don't want to go in the forest. That's what you, that's what you tell me anyway. It's like that prison thing, you know, what happens in prison stays in prison. I don't want to yeah. know what actually went down in the forest. <laughs> the forest is a scary place, man. Anything can happen in the forest. <laughs> oh, dude, I had this one time where I, oh, like, that's kind of one of the closest uh, times I've gotten to a panic attack thing, like kind of a, uh, uh, kind of a feeling because uh, I went into the this, like, really thick uh, forest. And then uh, we were like out in the open, then we had to go in, but it was during the night time and we had made camp in the thick of the forest. And uh, But I hadn't been there. So I didn't know where it was. I hadn't been there. It was just like way, way dark. I went in there to get some food and I dropped something from my uh, hand. And when I reached down to it and I looked up, I was like, holy shit, this forest, it was like pre-planted forest. So, so it, straight rows, right? Yeah, straight yeah, rows yeah. every way. So and then I looked like all around me and I was like, holy fuck, I don't know which way <laughs> I came from. Oh, you were lost. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for a second. Shit. Like oh, or like I don't know, like for fifteen seconds. Because like some other guy bumped into me and I was like, Holy fuck, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was I was completely lost. And I, I like I had this feeling like, okay, I'll sit down and wait till till the morning. <laughs> and Bear come and eat his head. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Well, the forest is like the whole the forest thing. Yeah, is such a um, it's such an Estonian thing, you know the forest. Oh yeah, we respect it because the whole country is the forest. <laughs> you know, in Ireland we have no forests, none. We have like a few small little areas kept for chopping down wood. Okay, but we have no natural forest whatsoever. We have no wolves. We have no bears. But why don't no you moose. like nobody like plants it like on their own fields? Uh, there's some reason for it. There's some reason for it. They're trying to bring it back or something. I don't. I don't I'm, yeah, ba- okay. I'm barely Irish anymore. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but like you come to Estonia and it's just it's the forest. You know, mm. I, I read the man who talked to, to snakes, the Estonian book. Yeah. What's it called in Estonian? Meiskestad uh, is and that. That's right. That yeah, one. The man who knew. The snake tongue. That's right. One so, of the greatest books ever, by the way. Yeah, uh, it was about Harry Potter. You know? yeah. yeah, but yeah. this whole thing of the forest yeah. and the encroachment of 
the village, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I wish I could go back and live in that forest, talk to snakes and shit. Do it. I think he was on a lot of shrooms or something. Probably was, yeah. yeah I'm talking to snakes now. <laughs> now, really, one of the few times I read a book and I almost like teared up. Really? When Eans uh, dies. Have you read the book? No. Ah, oh, shit. Well, Eans is this little snake friend of his that dies and it's like, <gasps> not Eans. <laughs> uh, just some guy who loved reptiles. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And did a lot of shrooms. And loads of but it, it's a book that really does describe that whole the forest thing like you love your forests here you yeah but that was what they told us in uh, in the military as well uh, like we don't have the equipment to uh, defend ourselves and the only defense we actually have is the forest <laughs> yeah so you had <laughs> the like forest brothers back tanks, in the day tanks can't like ride down yeah but they had those crazy tanks in World War One that they built specifically for clearing yeah, yeah. certain obstacles, like these giant like forest clearing tanks and stuff like that. Yeah, but like uh, it's really hard, like especially in the southern part of Estonia, where there's like uh, it's not like hilly, but it's like a lot of like slumps and ups and downs. It's yeah, really they're, they're hard hilly, terrain. It's pretty hilly, yeah. Yeah, it's a hard terrain. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. So yeah. when Russia invade, you're gonna bail me out, right? Oh, I'll I'll try to go to Sweden or some shit like that. <laughs> I told you leave. Oh, dude, I told my. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't defend your dude, own country. I, I tried to make a joke uh, at the military to the um, lieutenant uh, that was like uh, in charge of uh, our um, uh, training, mm -hmm. and in the end, he had this like, okay, he was like two meters tall guy. He was like, okay, you come. You protect your country? He asked everybody. <laughs> and everybody was like, yes. And then when he got to me and he was like, will you defend your country when the war comes? And I was like, I, I, I don't think it, it'll reach Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was this little pause and he, he got really mad. And then I was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> would you leave though? Would you, would you leave? Would you I don't know. It depends. You ne you never know. That's what we also uh, understood. Like it, the training was like they told us like if the war comes, you never know because there are these guys who are like really anti-war. But when it actually comes, there's like something that clicks in you, and you're like, "Fuck it, I'll go." And then they told us like you'd rather go there when you've shot the gun before, when they just like give you a gun, and you're like, "Oh." I'm about to kill these folds because that gun always like uh, dysfunctioned. You got like two shots and then it's like, uh, you had to yell, Turge! <laughs> which is like, uh, I don't know, like there's a blockage <laughs> and you fucking fix the gun there. You think they'd look after their equipment a bit more? Oh, it's the worst, dude. Yeah. Didn't you tell me a story where you almost, you either almost, there was some miscommunication between your unit and another unit where someone almost shot you heard something go over your head i forget this was in the after oh, drinking um, late at night so it was i don't know uh, it could have been uh, different stories but yeah we had like a big time artillery like shoot over our heads which was live ammunition uh yeah yeah but <laughs> uh, it was really weird because you could like you could like hear it like from like really far away <laughs> yeah. like Right, it's kind of cool, but yeah, we had this thing where we're like we had to shoot it. Like there was this, uh, uh, like our soldiers were like 
also like guys doing like regular folk doing their like uh enlisting thing there uh and then like they're going uh doing their uh, attack motion thingy and then they call in like airstrike and we'd shoot like i don't know like 500 meters in front of them but like you could go wrong i was supposed to be uh from my, my training i was supposed to be the guy who just like brings you the ammunition <laughs> <laughs> just like okay here to go <laughs> but uh i was assigned uh to be uh, to be the guy who like pulls the trigger so i'm responsible for the shit and i'm told like okay if something happens here i'm responsible and uh, o- uh the lieutenant who was like watching over us like checking us is also responsible but nobody else is so and i'm not uh, i'm not the one who's aiming the gun there's someone else aiming the gun yeah and then i'll have to check it and be like okay that's cool and uh, then sometimes the lieutenant will come and check it but sometimes it's like okay you guys are there's so, so many opportunities for a fuck up oh there. yeah yeah and then the, the weather is horrible but we have like some um, you know some like from the first world war we have some <laughs> uh things we like um, hammer down for the aiming thing yeah, yeah. so and you can put some blinders there so it, it'll be like you you have the no no zones uh but it's still really weird like pulling the trigger and thinking i hope i got it right or like in a few seconds i'll hear on the radio so 20 guys dead <laughs> <laughs> and like the worst we got i remember like somebody shot from like uh, it was like uh, the first times we shot it the, the big gun uh, we had no uh, troops on the field. And then, like, the biggest mistake we had, I think, was, like, 200 meters. And we got... 200 meters? Yeah. That's two football fields. That's oh, insane. that's a lot. And yeah. then, like, our, uh, like, lieutenants and everybody, like, they yelled. Like, it wasn't my gun who had the 200 meters because you couldn't tell which one of the three guns was it. But we all got, like, the same shit. Yeah. As if, as if it was our gun. Oh, do you know it wasn't your gun? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we all got the shit. Yeah. And uh, but there was this other unit who, like, I trained trained in uh, Varu, but this other uh, unit who are like, ah, fuck, I can't say, remember what uh, they were called. Uh, but this other unit, they the biggest mistake they me- made, like one time, they shot two kilometers, as in they missed by two kilometers. Yeah, two kilometers was their like missing the target thing, and those guys. That's insane. Yeah, and those guys told us like, eh. So we had a little mistake, <laughs> <laughs> and we thought that holy shit, like I can't imagine what would have happened to me because they would be like, "Oh, you're going to jail," <laughs> yeah. Uh, because yeah, if it w- would have been like on the like on the other the direction, those two kilometers, it would have hit a, 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 a hit a house. Like there was this family living near the fields where they shoot it. Jesus Christ! So yeah, you could have that thing going on. And here was I thinking. If Russia invades, I'm going to stay and do what I can. After hearing that, I'm getting the fuck out of here because <laughs> two kilometers is, you know, by the to fucking duty. <laughs> yeah, but those guys, that's that's the thing, though, uh, because guys have so different experiences uh, because if you go to the different places, it, it was really, um, uh, discipline was really high in the place where I was Mm -hmm. and we always got like shit like a lot of shit and the training was um, 
the first training was about like how much can you handle. We had like two uh, different uh, approaches to the first training. Uh, one of it was like uh, one one of my other friends was in that one. They had uh, that you get as much sleep as you can, so maybe you'll perform better on better sleep. And us, we were put in a test where like get as less sleep as you can. How do you perform? So yeah, we had we had like one week. We got like I don't know, like six hours, seven hours of sleep yeah. for a week. Dude, I got I, I saw like so, ha- so an hour a day basically. Dude, I, I saw like ha- hallucinations and shit. You're just like looking at a tree and you're going like, there are people there, <laughs> and then you go into the other direction like, oh no no, those are leaves. But then you go, but they are moving. <laughs> uh, so it's like super weird, and you're thinking about like, should I radio this then? <laughs> But yeah. I mean, you're basically high at that point. You're yeah, it, it was so hard because, like this, uh, yeah, we were like digging for like forty-eight hours straight because we had to build like these bunkers and shit. And then uh, I remember, like, I had to go to like I had like there was like three hours that I could have sli- slept, and then for like uh hour and a half i looked where the place was in the forest like because i hadn't had the time to check it i was uh digging i was like okay where do i need to go to sleep because if i don't go there nobody knows where to wake me up and uh i got like half an hour that night jesus Christ. yeah and sometimes you're on a post and and uh the next uh sw- switch doesn't come and then you're like oh nice so when you left the military how long did it take for you to adjust to not being inside um i mean the feeling you get right away i sorry how how long were you actually in for uh eight months you could go for like 11 Mm -hmm. 11 is the max but yeah but i was assigned uh 11 months guys job but yeah so you did 11 months of work in in eight months yes fuck a champion But yeah, I was just, I was the funny guy. And I, I never complained. That's what I did. I, I heard uh, some older guy uh, telling that what you need to do is not be the first guy and not be the last guy. You want to be in the middle so you don't get extra work and you don't get shit. Uh, so you're not noticed. That's what I did in the beginning. And then uh, once like I had a few funny occasions with uh, the like lieutenants and stuff like that, they understood that I was this funny guy. It was all good, and in the sp- springtime when we uh, I organized um, a stand-up event there, we got like a truck and we did it on top of a truck. Uh, after that, it was just like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you were a fucking superstar, yeah. So yeah, that was good. Well, because Erki messaged me out of the blue there uh, a couple of weeks ago, and told me that um, we're stuck on this military barracks for thirty days for whatever reason, and he wanted they wanted help because the two local food trucks had left because of coronavirus oh so all they had was whatever rations packs, yeah. and the, the he said we have a load of potatoes a lot of macaroni and a lot of tuna and that's all we have <laughs> please fucking help <laughs> so i reached out to lewis and it was like it, it was a hundred felt if a hundred soldiers i wanted to help but it's too much work for one guy you know so i was yeah. i suggested that we do a comedy show for them but not allowed so yeah, but actually, I think like they have those NATO packs. You get the food from it. Yeah, but they wanted variety. That's the yeah, whole thing, know, you know. Yeah, but you w- you always want variety. I think it's actually good to be there during the pandemic. 
Oh, because, it's for sure, they're yeah, much safer. You know? Yeah, because it's so well organized. That's what I actually liked about it. There was like a couple of things in the military that were cool. Like on the jacket, you have the little pocket on your um, wrist where you can uh, put a pencil. So good. Being a comic, I would love it. Always, pencil's always here. <laughs> I can grab it, write something down. But you don't want to be that guy who's wearing a military jacket. No, 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 no. But no. it would be like on regular clothes. Why can't we have this little pocket? Yeah. It would be the best. There you go. Invent it and become the next uh, um, Ralph Lauren or whatever. Yeah. Oh, dude, you know, uh, I know if I've told this, uh, like any comic, this, uh, I once was like, some guy tried to recruit me for a model, uh, for being a model. Really? Yeah. It was super weird. I was like in my, uh, I don't know, like 11th grade. And I was in video. What's that in, y in age, roughly? Uh, 17, 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 17, 18. And then uh, I remember I went to uh, Vero Gescos and there was this uh, My Fitness and I was uh, waiting the lift with the gym bag. And then this guy came up to me. He was like, hey, you want to be a model? <laughs> and I don't say, like I got this thing where I don't like saying no to things. I like to know what they are because I like to know the opportunities that I'm going to say no to or maybe yes. And I was like, okay. Like, let's see where it goes. And he, like, handed me a number and said, call me later. So I called the guy, and he was like, yeah, like, uh, the, the day after tomorrow, come uh, to my office or, like, to my studio. We're going to take some shots. Uh-oh. Uh, I'll, uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell some, uh, uh, like, I'll tell what it is and stuff like that. So uh, I went there, but what I did was I brought a friend with me mm -hmm. and that oh he didn't like that because as soon as i got in he was like uh two of you and i was like yes my friend he with me <laughs> that's what i do i always bring an entourage man you gotta have it well in a situation like that yeah. especially after his reaction what the fuck was he planning oh he was super weird but the guy told me like um he was actually it was a legit thing where like but i'm not like the model look type uh but yeah the opportunity was w really weird because they they would have told me like I I would have to walk in some clothes back and forth and I get like loads of money like thousands and thousands of dollars because those guys who actually like somehow make it like who get to be like Hugo Boss models and stuff like that they get loads of money they got to do some Harvey Weinstein stuff for that though I bet I bet so yeah, oh God, yeah. I would but if it would have been like hey man come do this one show i would have been like fuck it five 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 k fuck it has there ever been like a big sex controversy in this in this country do you know like the whole bill cosby harvey weinstein thing i know there was that yeah. one dodgy situation where tavi was in asia or something right yeah, yeah. And they were on a cruise ship and some fuckery was going down yeah and then there was this politician who uh asked young the young guys to the sauna all oh, right yeah yeah oh, oh that guy yeah yeah he yeah. even wrote to me man <laughs> what yeah, yeah yeah really yeah it was super it was you accepted right no oh, dude i was all on board because like <laughs> he told me that oh i need you for a private i was like okay uh and then he said like he'll pay me cash and uh like that's how it's going to go down and i was like okay but we're gonna do this through comedy estonia this is what we're going to do. This is how I do it. And then he got like mad and was like, no, even like uh, Evo, Lina, 
does uh, this shit like this with me. I don't remember if it was Ivo or uh, Dennis, the same guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> same old guy. <laughs> They're all the Sings same. Sings really good. Every male singer in Estonia is the same man in my head. They're all yeah. the same. Oh. Except for Dave Benton, obviously. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, because he's old. Uh, and Did you uh, listen to his podcast with Lewis? No. He, he's an interesting guy. Oh, yeah. He, he, yeah, yeah. I met him like two times. He's seen me doing stand-up. Oh, really? Like really beginning. Yeah, he saw me. Because like... I went to the school's open mic where uh, his uh, daughter went to. Mm. Yeah, and then he saw me. He came from the dark, like behind me, and he said, you've gotten better. Like he the said Yeah, yeah, the second year he saw nice. me. Nice. And I, I got uh, created by it. But in in uh, the middle of his podcast with Lewis, um, out of nowhere, he tells Lewis, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a faith healer. <laughs> I am a faith healer. I, I uh, do this faith healing. I am a healer. Yeah. And Lewis like quickly moved <laughs> on. But I'm like, why didn't you fucking heal the coronavirus if you're, if you're this great healer, man? Yeah. Cure all this shit. Go to uh, airdrop him in Sarima and just have him fly into the field hospital and cure everybody. You know? Yeah, he'll have the tin hat on. <laughs> <laughs> tin foil hat. Yeah. Go away. The great thing about the coronavirus is that it's killing all the anti-vaxxers in America. Oh, yeah. It's killing them all. But they have so many deaths. Yeah, New York is fucked. Like, New York has 50,000 deaths. I, I don't know what the number is, but it's something crazy. Yeah, because of comedy. Yes. Comedy is to blame. Bringing people together, but yes. not good in virus. Um, the thing about America is, uh, which is another reason why I want to apply for the diversity visa, it's killing a lot of old white people. <laughs> They're going to have to replace that population with somebody. So yeah. I'm going to apply for that visa. Off to America I go. You can, come, you can st come stay in my place. Dude, I definitely come. Yeah. I'll be in probably Montana, yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, do I need to do some modeling? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if you bring a friend, it's, it's, it's done. It's, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. So my this politician guy, like, he, what was he done for? Was he done for raping like, people? No, or no, what? he was just like, because he had like underage uh, aged, uh, guys in his sauna. Or like he invited them to the, he got like some fine or some shit like that. That's how it works here. Public right? humiliation. And just like, keep doing your job, man. We had this famous case. This is how interesting this, this pedophile stuff goes because I'm amazed that this happened. We had this judge, high-ranking judge, right, in my town. His name was Judge Brian Curtin, right? He was caught with huge amounts of child porn on his computer. <laughs> Tons of the stuff. Records of him purchasing it on his card, all this shit. Why did he keep it? Because he's a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'll, I'll keep the receipt, man. <laughs> streaming sites? for There might be, I don't know. But anyway, he yeah. was caught with all this shit. This was years ago. So he, he goes to court. He gets stripped of his titles and all that. But he gets away with it scot-free because the warrant the police used was out of date. So the case got thrown out. <sighs> so he got away with it, basically. And he drinks in my local pub back home. When I lived in, in Trilly, the town, I, I was near this pub called the Mal Tavern. He drinks in that pub all the time. And I'm sitting at the bar a few chairs <laughs> down from this guy. And I'm like, why aren't, why aren't they throwing cups at his head? <laughs> <laughs> you know? This guy is a legit pedophile guy. But he got off on a technicality and no, no one cares. No one gives a shit anymore. He's just, he's just in the pub drinking. Yeah, it's so weird though. You get so much porn. Why would you? That's the thing. You gotta be. Why like, do some people? Why are some people into whatever? You know, whatever fetish. You know, it's just it's the yeah. way it is. 
I watched so, I, I watched so much Gangbang Man. That's your thing? Oh, dude, I love it. That's your thing? Really? I know. Actually, I watched all whole different things, man. I like I like old movies, like those like uh, the ones where they try to do it like a real movie, but they have loads of sex in it. I like those. We still talking porn here? Just yeah, yeah, porn, porn, porn. Yeah, yeah. and then like seventies uh, shit. Like yeah, 70s, yeah, like old shit. That's why I like. That. Interesting. Yeah, because wow, those plots are really funny. Like the way. Oh, but you're watching it. it for the for the humor, right? Yeah, yeah, but still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't go like, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I watch I, I watch loads of porn for like uh, for humor as well. Yeah, like there was bang. You buses. would love Gachimuchi. No, don't, if it's you, some weird Asian, it's not. It's not. What Gachimuchi is? It's it's a gay porn scene in Japan, right? That features <laughs> a load of American, like m- big muscular guys. Okay. And there's this fandom that's developed around them where it's not even about the porn anymore. They just take the non-porn scenes and yeah. remix them and put music to them and stuff like this. And oh. it's, it's, it's the funniest thing ever. Like we're talking big, hairy, thick boys, buff, sh- s- roided out to the gills. Yeah. And these Japanese kids take the, you know, they're innocently lounge- lounging by the pool drinking a margarita. <laughs> and they'll like... Remix it, but the the bigger ones are. There's this kind of, there's this genre of gay porn. I hope my parents aren't listening to this. God help me. <laughs> but there's this, this genre of of wrestling. They they like put on the the jock straps and they'd oh. wrestle, right? And they'd wrestle, and then they'd they'd like wrestle each other, and then they would have consensual homosexual sex. Okay, I've seen the same thing, but in like guy and girl thing. Yeah, but but they remix this and make parody clips out of it. Okay. So, like, do you know the the, the video oh, I've game? Seen, is it like, dude? I've maybe seen like. A well, you have to have seen it. It's the best. I've I've not like seen the video, but I've seen like a title or something like where it was like funny scenes from porn or something like. Put oh, together. but that's just ironic gay porn. Po- you know, that's just silly ah, stuff. Okay. But this is like the act. Do you know the video game Bayonetta? No. Do you know the video game? Um, I know NBA Two you know, K. Like Street Fighter. You know Street. <laughs> yeah, Fighter, Street Fighter. Right? I know. Yeah. So they would take these wrestling scenes and put the music of Street Fighter over it oh. and cut it in such a way where the guy's like, and they have like really high quality effects of the guy shooting the beam and stuff, but it's yeah. just these two half naked gay guys wrestling. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. Some of this stuff is art. It's pure art. Yeah. And they don't show any of the fucking, it's just all about the, okay, okay, yeah. the before and the after, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the straight thing I've seen, that was also good because they had a competition where it was like, uh, there's a guy versus a girl, and whoever gets the other person off quicker wins. What do they win? The fight. There, there's <laughs> like <laughs> the fight. Like, <laughs> they have like they have like their own, no no. It's, it's like full like street beefs. So they have the guy being there. We gotta uh, talk about street beefs. Oh yeah yeah definitely. And the guy and the guy is like oh he's he's zero and two, and the girl is like one and zero, and yeah the girl. But it's funny because like. It looks so painful. So they keep records of all this shit. Yeah, because like they wrestle, like not like like really hardcore, but they wrestle a little bit, and then like I don't know the girl just like fucking yanks the dick and tries to like uh, get the guy off, and I'm thinking like, oh <laughs> shit, that's so. And that's he's trying to stop her, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fucking that's incredible. so so funny, and and then the guy tries to finger the girl like quicker. Oh my god, I love it because it's it looks like so not enjoyable, like. None of the people enjoy it, <laughs> and that's why I love watching. If the it. guy starts coming, does he go? No, 
<laughs> yeah. Like he just lost. Yeah. And the guy's sad after. Oh no. So that's Is there so like an, funny. Uh, an interview like uh, No, yeah, they do the whole thing. Like Wow, uh, you got to link me to this. Uh, this the, is amazing. So I, I like I I got really into uh, the street beefs thing. And then like all of a sudden the porn started to be like, "Hey. Hey. <laughs> we know what you <laughs> like." Straight into your recommendation. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I know someone else who watches Street Beef. Dude, it's so good. It's better. It's honestly, I like it more than some UFC fights. Well, because a lot of a lot of the Street Beef stuff is straight up swinging, swanging yeah. and banging. They're just going for it. You know? And it looks so much more brutal because it's and not a professional. All on meth. They're all on meth. <laughs> they are think all so? on, oh man, come on. The guy who runs it, the guy who does the ring announcer. At the yeah, that guy's crazy. He has to be a drug dealer. He's so dodgy. <laughs> He's so sketchy, that guy. Yeah. But they think the fighters, man, those guys, I don't know. Because I've seen, like, they fly out. That's what I. That's why it's so funny to me also, because I like the idea of they, them watching it on YouTube and being like, oh, shit, the ticket's $100. I'm going to fly out there and I'm going to compete. And then they'd be like, yeah, ripping my hood, 310, let's go. <laughs> that's what I like. And then I wonder will there ever be... A professional MMA fighter who will come out of that. Yeah, scene. I'm hoping Beach will Beach be the one. Might, yeah. yeah, I'm actually. But Beach is very. He's he's crazy. He's uh he has no defense. He just sticks <laughs> his chin out and goes for it. Yeah, you know, goes for the takedown. But yeah. dude, I saw he he did a boxing match and it lasted like eight eight minutes. Why did you get knocked out? Uh, no, I didn't finish it. It was so boring, man. The boxing. Yeah, boxing is the worst. Street piece, like not because boxing is so much uh, like technique. That uh, those guys just like you can see like those guys getting tired and that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like those early street beefs have you seen like those real ones where they like actually put like yeah, two guys yeah. that's like when there's like fucking smoke that fool he'll be like really angry about it but there's still order to it you know yeah and then they'll, then they'll get like really tired have you seen the one where is there's this two black guys one guy's a little bit fat. I and think I have seen that one. And yeah, the yeah. other guy's like super beefy. Yeah, like yeah. he looks like Alistair Overeem. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, he just yeah. like fucking yeah, wrecked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sitting there like, how can this be a fight? Well, because I think they, they do it in, um, I think, it, is it Alabama they do it? They would do it in some southern state where yeah. there's just no rule. There's no law. There's, you know, what are they going to do? Dude, it's so funny. And then they go to someone's backyard and they have those banners up, and I love, I love it that they do those OG guys. They put them on the wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Like how proud they are of it. Yeah, but I mean, look when, when you look at fights like that, it's still it's basically UFC rules, right? You can't manipulate the joints, you yeah. can't eye poke, you can't hit the groin, all that stuff. But the the ring that they have is made out of like sheets of wood. <laughs> Yeah, and like <laughs> metal. Yeah, it doesn't super, flex. Do super dangerous. It doesn't flex like a cage does. <laughs> yeah. If you're going into that wall, you're fucked. Yeah. You're fucked. So And some guy guys have shoes on. Yeah. That's yeah. so like And fighting on grass sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh dude. <laughs> the ones where they, where they have it like they'll fight like uh, like in this like dodgy like forest. Where there's like it's just a forest. Like, Here we are again. Yeah, just some like <laughs> dude. There's like this field, and they have just like one line going there, and they just fight all over the place. Yeah, it's so good. It's and basically it's Fight Club in real life. Basically. Yeah, and yeah. Russians do it as well. I don't know if you've seen those. I, I know, I haven't. No. Oh, those are, but they do it. They have like it looks more professional, but 
but it's it's Russian guys. It's like the guys like it's like I don't know on the beach somewhere, and they have this boxing ring, and it's filled with sand, and it's like super narrow. So when you get, oops, sorry, when you get like guys who wrestle a lot, they stop the fight like all the time because they get <laughs> like they get out of the ring and it's like stop, and the guys yeah. like. So it, the, the escape is like they go, they go out of the ring. They just have to go over the little boundary yeah. thing. Yeah. But there was a guy who was like, I don't know. He was like, uh, there was like he, there was one guy who was like a regular folk, and he beat up two like MMA fighters. What? Yeah, but he was also beefy guy. But he, he was just like, he had you know th some guys have those like really good swings. Yeah. Who just like lay a guy out in one punch like somehow. Yeah. What, how 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 what was the record of these MMA guys? I want to know. No idea. He but, be, he, on the, he beat them at the same night in the same yeah. Night, yeah. It, it was back to back. He he beat one guy and then another guy game and he beat him as well. It was crazy. I miss when the UFC used to have a tournament format where one one fighter might have to fight three times a night. Oh shit! They don't do it anymore. But it's brutal, man. Oh, I I went with Ari to one here in uh, out in Lastemai. Yeah. And uh, it was that format. It was a tournament format. And it was fucking great. It was great. The guy's coming out for the final. His eye is still busted up. His, fucking <laughs> his arm is still broken, but he's got to fight, you know? Oof. That, that builds, like, character, I think. Yeah, you should come to one of those shows with us. Okay. Because he gets, like, VIP floor seats and shit. Oh. Next to the ring, which is good, you know? Up here. It's no street beefs, but, you know, it's all we have. Yeah, but it's live. Live, I've, yeah. I've never seen a fight though. I have this one friend who's like always uh, promoting uh, that stuff, like that fight stuff on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. But he's just like, oh, hey, with me, ticket 15 euro. And I'm like, no. He's just some guy. And like, I'm like, no. <laughs> because at first, I like, no, no, he's like, he's a legit guy. Like, he's a, he's a good fighter, I think, but I'm not. not what's his name? Uh, Nils. He's from, uh, fuck, what's that? Uh. Sawa. Do you know his second name? Uh, he's like pulled me. We pulled me. I don't, I don't know. I might have seen him fight. He, he like he went. He's been like uh, he went to the. Um, he lived with monks for like uh, a month. He went there. He said like that was the greatest experience. And he's uh, like before the pandemic, he was raising money for for himself to go to uh, live with the monks for like uh, three months or something like that. Yeah, he's like doing the kickbox thing. Jesus Christ. But he doesn't wrestle or anything like that. But that's the great thing about these shows here in Estonia because <clears throat> the level isn't super high, right? Yeah. Like the the skill set isn't super high, but that's great. It's just like street beefs. They swing at each other. Oh, yeah, that's good. And um, like you've never been to a fight. Dude, when you're at a fight and a punch lands, you feel it. Ooh. And if you're, if, you're, if you're anywhere close to the ring... Um, I, I was at a Bellator, Bellator is like the... Yeah, I know Bellator. You know Bellator? I was at a Bellator yeah. event in Dublin and uh, no one no one goes to Bellator. So I managed, <laughs> I managed to get floor seats for cheap. This was yeah. the Bellator where Connor jumped the ring Oh, after Charlie Ward won his fight. Do you remember Connor like jumped the ring and then got into it with the ref? Uh, maybe I've seen it. I'm not really sure. Because yeah, he he's, does a lot of crazy he shit. He was on coke at the time. Oh, he's still on coke. But anyway. You think so? I know a lot. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the fucking WhatsApp groups in Dublin be... Re revealing lots about Conor McGregor, let me tell you. But I was at this event, and um, there was this really boring fight where it went immediately to the ground, and one the guy on top was just doing enough to stop the ref from standing them up. Okay. But um, he, he, like, arched his back and got up, 
and he took um, an up kick. So the guy on the bottom up kicked oh, him. Oh yeah, with a leg. With a leg, yeah. and it like hit his jaw, and the blood came out, and and like landed on the seat in front of me because there, there was no one there. <laughs> it was like an early fight, <laughs> well, but it was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, Holy shit. this is why this is why I do this is why I come to this shit. I didn't get any blood on me, but I wouldn't mind it because the blood just just it had force behind it. It was like. Oof. Landing on the t- but it was fucking glorious. You feel everything, man. Every punch, you f- like, especially body punches and body kicks. You actually feel it when you're oh. on, the, on the ground. It's okay. great, man. You gotta go to one. But I got got into it uh, MMA stuff because of the game UFC three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but three. That's fairly recent. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I love that game. Like me and Ari are doing like game nights sometimes. Yeah, playing it. You stream that. Yeah, we're going back to back. We should. But I don't know. We're lazy. Yeah, well. We should do it for a se- like for like sometime. Yeah, right now would be a good time to do it. Actually, yeah. How would you do it though? Do it. That's the problem, man. You have to go to his I, place or something, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know how to set it up, man. I'm super dumb about that stuff. I, On a console, a, I don't. Yeah, really. PS4. Oh yeah, like um, there's a package. It might have come today. I ordered for. For just this purpose, you hook the PS4 into this thing, and the USB goes into your computer, and then yeah. you stream straight off the PS4. It's called the Cam Link. Yeah, but then we w- would need to get probably our faces as well, like the streamers do it. Dude, I I, I bet like Carl knows this stuff. I should like ask him as well. But I ordered a whole bunch of stuff just for this purpose. Oh shit! I was gonna set up a whole gaming system here. Oh. Um, me and Mika were talking about building a streaming PC and all that because it's hard to stream with Max. Everyone has a Mac. Well, most people in Comedy Estonia have Macs, but Macs usually don't have GPUs, graphics cards. Yeah. And a lot of these capture cards need... Like really good. GPUs. So I have a whole bunch of spare parts at home, basically Pia's old PC, which has a very good graphics card. So um, I was going to put it together and bring it here, but I dropped the case (gasps) from a high place and it shattered. So I might have to get a new case, but everything else is fine. Okay. So the whole idea was like, because there's a green screen coming here too, so we're gonna have a green oh. screen, streaming PC, more lights are coming, capture shit is coming. So should have okay. ordered it earlier because then we could be at it now, but it's coming this week. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we could do some game nights. Because this I, room, like, Lu- Lewis, do you play? Lu- do you play it? And uh, no, I've played UFC two, not not the third. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't like the defense mechanism there. In three. In in the two. Why? What's wrong? It, it was just like you click one button. Yeah. And it's it. Why? What's in, what's the system in three? Uh, in three, it's like uh, the head and the body and legs are different. It's like one or two. It uses the triggers, right? Yeah. Okay. One one trigger or two triggers. And mm. that's cool because now you got to guess. And that's what, why I like it because it's like you can you can kind of find, fight like John Jones. You can be just like stand there and <laughs> Drunk on vodka in the industry. Yeah, Did yeah. you see that video? Of oh, him? dude. Oh, man. Loved it. I felt so bad from though. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't ha- like watching grown men cry. It's not good. Yeah, but have you seen the Patrick meme? Oh, it does. No. Uh, it was like uh, Patrick doing like in his, uh, you know, from SpongeBob. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. What he, other Patrick is there? Yeah. In the he's like at, in his house doing like some laboratory shit, uh, looking up into the microscope <laughs> and shit like that, <laughs> and then it's written like John Jones in the ring, and then it's like Patrick sitting, you know, when he's like building something, and yeah. he has that fucking. Uh, wooden uh, thing like nailed to his head, <laughs> yeah. and he has a hammer, and he's just like looking, like, and that's like John Jones in <laughs> in his spare time. Like, that's oh, so fuck. good. 
do you watch a lot of MMA though? Do you do you um, I watch I watch some of the fights. I really like uh Khabib. Like actually like I, I, I don't know. He's, yeah, he's great. Yeah, some of the like uh some of my friends There's will give me fake. shit about There's it. Nothing fake about Khabib. He's Dude, so he's he's the best. Like at that uh weight. Well, we'll see, well, f- a lot of people. You see, the thing about Tony Ferguson, right? He's oh, getting w- old now. Oh, it would be so good. Though. But he's getting old. He's thirty six. He's thirty thirty seven. How old is Khabib? Uh, he's thirty two. Okay. So not too far, but but thirty six at lightweight is not good compared to if you're a heavyweight. Yeah, it's easier. It's easier, but for a lightweight, plus he's like he's his mental state is not that great. He's, yeah. You know. But do, do you think like Khabib is afraid of it? Him? No, God, no. Jeez, Khabib's no. No, Khabib's yeah. not afraid of it. It's just when it comes to Khabib, you have to plan shit around Ramadan. There's yeah. all this extra shit you gotta plan around, right? So the fight didn't go ahead. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow the fight was supposed to go ahead. That's not gonna go ahead. Um, and if they don't get a fight before Ramadan, he won't fight for the rest of the year. Then Tony's 37, going on 38. You know what I mean? They should have fought. Five attempts ago, because this is their fifth attempt. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Um, but still, Tony's still dangerous. Oh yeah. The thing about Tony, he's so fucking crazy, right? I could see him. I I, I, I visualize this. I could see him. The ref says fight, and Tony just goes on his back and gives Khabib mount. He just gives it to him because that's Tony. Tony's so fucking crazy. Yeah, I think he'll try like a triangle or some shit like that. Well, from the bottom, he's you know he's savage. He's, yeah. You know, that's, and that's why I had this little thing like when Khabib like uh, was like locked in the in Russia. Mm-hmm. Then then I was like, oh, like how can he be that, this dumb? Like not be in the right place? Well, because he was told the fight was going to be in Abu Dhabi. Oh, so he was like, okay, there's no point in me being in America. I'll fly closer to the time zone, prepare in Dagestan, and then we go to Abu Dhabi. But yeah, okay, okay. But yeah, I watched those. Uh, some guy films like Khabib and his camp. That guy, he he did a podcast with Joe Rogan. Oh, that guy, he's this like big black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, guy. yeah. He runs um, Anatomy of a Fighter. That's yeah, the that channel. Guy. Yeah, yeah. That's that's he's, his that's story. Really good. His story is amazing, man. You should listen to that podcast because that guy's personal story is amazing. Okay, he has tr- literally traveled around the world, but before any of the Anatomy of the Fighter thing, he just traveled around the world, and because he's a big bluff buff black man. Just laying pipe everywhere he went. <laughs> just living with women and like living off the women by just pounding their, you know. Crazy guy. Yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, on Instagram, there's this guy like Hans Markunsch. I don't know what's like I, his whole name, but he's another guy who's like goes to the, those fighters like Rose and stuff like that. And then like he'll like take photos of them, make like mini movies and shit. Yeah. Trains with them. Yeah. But I think like Rose is my favorite fighter. Rose Namajunas? Yeah, definitely. I feel bad for her. Yeah. She's uh, she lives with Pat Bar- Barry. Yeah, that guy. Ooh. He's sketchy as fuck. Dude, but have you He's seen? He's known her since since she was fourteen. Oh yeah, he, that guy is weird. Yeah. But uh, as I understand, like uh, Rose has is like, um, she has like a really big like uh, what's the thing, anxiety, anxiety like really. Oh yeah. Bad. Yeah, I don't know. That's what like Ari told me. But you, Maybe, you, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You never know. You never know. That but yeah, <laughs> that's like I'll always p- pick her in UFC three, dude. I'll take Rose, and then Ari. That's why you like her, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Ari will take Joanna, and we'll have a bloodbath. Do you ever he- hear the clip of um, uh, 
Goldie, you know, um, Mike Goldberg, the guy who used to announce for the or commentate for the UFC before he was replaced. He was like the longtime UFC commentator. Okay, who replaced him? Ba- uh, the current guy is John Anik. He's the the current guy. But anyway, okay. this this Goldberg's a legend. Um, very nice guy too. He waited around after that Bellator. He works for Bellator now. He waited around for three hours just to take pictures with people oh. who were still there. Three hours he was there. That's cool. Um, but anyway, he tried to pronounce Joanna Yunjenshek's name. And he literally, I wish I could, I could probably play the audio, but he said, now we have Joanna, you ri- oh. <laughs> he, he glitched, he glitched. I'm going to have to play this audio because it's, it's insane. It's, he had a stroke, like he had a fucking stroke. Uh, yeah, we can play audio off this thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, he, he was, he was great. It's a pity he, they let him go, but he was a mm. bit of a, he made a lot of mistakes anyway. So, uh, have you seen the video where like uh, Rose uh, like sings and wakes up Pat? It's on YouTube. Does he hit her? <laughs> yeah, she hey, she hits him. Oh right! Like and she, it's like uh, she's like in a different room and then she's uh, singing some song from I don't know Lion King or some shit like that, and then she she has uh, this boxing glove on. And now, like, th- oh yeah, she really fucking. Oh shit! Yeah. That's what that moment. Like, I I flinched in my chair, and I was like, "Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, she's a fighter." Yeah, that punch was so heavy, dude. I would have cried probably. Like w- waking up to that punch. Holy shit! Oh, I can't find the clip. It's not on YouTube. Shit. Maybe this one. Maybe it's the blue do thing, the next one. I'm Kristen Nesri with Women's MMA Roundup, and I'm here with... No, that's not it. You're not Mike, Mike, Mike Goldberg. Lady, what are you doing? <laughs> nah, I'm not going to find it. But it was basically just like, maybe this one. No, no. But yeah, he, he literally glitched. He went, now we have Joanna Yurecki. <laughs> he just stopped working. And she's Lithuanian. She's like, Rose, yeah, like she's Lithuanian, roots. but she's American, man. Come on, yeah, but roots, Baltic yeah. pride worldwide, Baltic, right? yes, <laughs> yeah, the I, best pussy in Baltics. I, I like her just because in the lead up to their um, her first fight with Joanna, Joanna yeah. was obnoxious, like Joanna mm. was McGregor versus Khabib in levels of just, ugh, yeah, you know, and uh, she took her apart, she fucking flattened her. And I watched that. I watched that because um, I, I I watch all the all the tent pole, the pay per view cards live. Okay. And um, I literally jumped out of my chair when when she dropped her and when she finished her. I was like, because Pia was asleep in the next room. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> because the build up to that fight was like amazing, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was in New York and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it was. Oh, do you know what? I've had a few moments like that with the UFC. I'll tell you one that happened when McGregor fought Jose Aldo, right? I watched that fight at five o'clock in the morning, lying in bed, watching it on my laptop because I couldn't keep my head up anymore because it was too late. And um, I was like snuggled in for a nice five round, you know, technical masterclass. You know, I thought Jose Aldo, he's going to leg kick Connor and Connor's going to, you know, it's going to be a long fight. Yeah. 13 seconds in, Connor smacks him, he goes down. I threw my laptop in the air, just more out of shock. 
more like stunned than anything and just went, bah! I was like, bah! I was blown away. Oh shit. Woke up, woke up everyone. Dude. The dog uh, in the next building woke up. I had the same thing with uh, Ben Askren. When he, got, when, when he got oh uh, yeah because I was which Ben Askren though when he beat Robbie Lawler or when he lost to Damian Meyer which or or the knee right yeah the, the knee. knee from uh, Masvidal dude yeah. the way his body is like yeah went stiff and he went yeah, down, oh, yeah. That, was, that looked so horrible oh my yeah. god and I was like I was a big fan of his like I was uh, like kind of a big fan of his because I I don't know uh, I was like dude he's gonna come to the UFC he's maybe he, he's a good wrestler maybe Maybe he'll like uh, take on Khabib and shit. And then when <laughs> I saw uh, him and uh, he had a, like a wrestling match with a professional wrestler. And he got destroyed. Yeah, yeah. that guy like ate the no and yeah. some shit like that. He picked him apart. I was like, oh, there's ben so looked many. Like he looked like a child. Yeah, I was like, there's so many levels. Yep. Mm -hmm. The other guy was so good. But I'll tell you what, Askren is lucky. If you watch his fight with Lawler, right? Lawler picks him up in, in such a way and slams him down. Yeah. He could he was millimeters away from breaking Ben Askren's neck. Because when he came down, it's horrible to watch it. Because Robbie Lawler picks him up, slams him down. But Ben Askren's moving laterally like this. So luckily Ben tucks his head and his shoulders take the brunt of the slam. If his head was up, oh he was gone. God. His neck was broke. He'd be dead. Like that was scary, that. Yeah. And then he like yeah he got those uh, punches in his face yeah mm -hmm. but he got up and he got him in a headlock and yeah. that was it and the Connors uh, documentary that was also good I think then yeah the Connors documentary yeah yeah I don't know I'm not I'm not a, I don't like Conor McGregor really come on man he's I a do, piece of shit he's a legit piece of shit yeah I didn't like him before but when I watched it I like young Connor young hungry yeah. no money. Like first he fought um, Marcus Brimage was his first ever fight in the UFC. The build up to that was like, uh, because MMA in Ireland, no one gave a shit about it. So McGregor was like, nah. but I had a friend who was like, no, this guy, this guy has it. He has it all. And um, he picked apart uh, Marcus Brimage, which was great. And then he, just the hunger, he fought Max Holloway after that, hunger, passion, he spoke very well. He was always humble after the fight. Yeah. The shit talking before wasn't too bad. Then he kept going. Dustin Poirier, you know, he followed. But the, his whole journey up to Aldo was fine. I was behind him then. But in the last Khabib fight, I'm done. Done with McGregor. Yeah, he was such a fucking drunk, coked up Dublin scumbag. Yeah, the problem there was, I think, like, like mentally, what got to him? Maybe I, I, I'm no psychic. What but got like, to Conor? You mean? Yeah, was like uh, his uh, boxing match with Floyd mm -hmm. and Floyd's personality, and I think like Conor a little bit likes not like he likes money, and maybe he's like fuck that's the thing I gotta be, and then the way Khabib like stood up to him and stonewalled him. Yeah, and the way like at, at first I was like uh, like one of my friends uh, who's a big Conor Dick Rider. He was like, oh, look at Khabib. He's just standing God, there, doesn't know what to do. No. And then uh, when you listen to his um, team meeting, like they released it somewhere on the YouTube. Uh, they said like the plan was like Connor's a good counter puncher. So don't punch him. Just like wait. But Khabib dropped him. That was yeah. an amazing thing. Crazy. He and he dropped him with such a wrestler's punch. That dip and that big swinging overhand, right? Yeah. 
Like, because I've watched this. I've, I'm a, I'm obsessed with MMA, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Not many people know <laughs> this about me, but I am severely autistic about MMA. <laughs> I have Fight Pass. I buy the pay-per-views just because I get the multi-camera and the, sl the slow motion thing. That Khabib punch on Connor is one of the most beautiful things you will ever see. Because you can see Khabib dipping and Connor is preparing for a takedown, right? Yeah. Because, so he, Connor like pushes his two hands down to start to block the takedown and leaves his chin out. And then Khabib's hand is so fast and it comes around. And there's a moment where after it connects, you can see the, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus, look in Connor's face. But yeah, but you can also see, it, like, in, I think, like, Khabib, when, like, he hits, he has this, huh? Yeah, Khabib, like, goes back and he's like, oh, what? shit, I better go. And Yeah. But McGregor, like, he he need he need him directly after that, which kind of pushed, stopped Khabib's um, momentum. But still, yeah. nobody could have seen yeah. Khabib. And Khabib's a really big boxing fan. Yeah, he is, yeah. So uh, that's why I think, like, his stand-up is also yeah. getting I, there. I hope he fights McGregor again because he will he will destroy him again. Definitely, and then Connor gets to retire and go away for good. Because yeah, but I, I don't know. But uh, the thing I liked about him uh, was his work ethic. Like the, in the documentary, it was so cool because but that's er that's that's early Connor, man. That's yeah, but he was not so there anymore. He was so cool about it when he was like eating clean, mm -hmm. and they asked him like, "Oh, you you eat so clean? Like it's so cool that you like it and stuff like that." He was no, I fucking hate it, but I love fighting. And yeah. this is what I gotta do to fight, and that like, uh, I don't know. He was so present. There's there's a moment where see Connor's career is kind of interesting because it's bookended by these moments of John Kavanaugh, his coach said of, of like wandering away. So before McGregor's very first fight in the UFC, he had won two belts at Cage Warriors, right? Okay. So he won the the featherweight belt and he won the lightweight belt, at which is like the, a British small British promotion. And then after that, Kavanaugh literally, like he, he, wa he wandered away from, from the gym, you know. Connor would teach one class a, a week at that gym. He kind of stopped teaching. He was kind of meh. Because that's the Connor that he knew then. Connor didn't have that hunger at the time until uh -huh. he got the call last minute from Dana White saying, look, we need you in, in Stockholm for this Marcus Brimage fight. Can you do it? Oh, shit. I'm in the UFC now. Boom. That's the Connor we saw then between Brimage all the way up to the Mayweather fight. That hunger, mm. that um, relative humbleness. He was talking shit, but he always said, look, I'm just, from the beginning, he always said, I'm just talking shit to, to promote the fight. That's it. Yeah, but the whiskey deal and shit like that. But yeah, it was the Mayweather thing where he really went off the boil. Like he, those press conferences are tough to watch. As an Irishman, it's tough to watch because he's yeah. just really making a fool of himself and... There's he he's fulfilling a stereotype of the Dublin scumbag kind of thing, mm. you know they 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 put the socks over the pants, they go around you know ah oh, your buddy you got fucking two you they're just cunts there there's something that we all hate in the country he's he became that, and the mm. build up to the Khabib fight was just so horrible, and I did not buy a second of his like changed man shit before the Cerrone fight so, we'll see what happens next yeah do it but. Yeah, I drove Khabib, to his house. Khabib, Khabib. I drove to his house, you know, once. Really? He lives on in, in, on the property of the K K Club in Kildare in mm. Ireland. And it's a gated community, right? Okay. And I said, fuck it, I'll go see if I'll, I'll see McGregor's house. The gate was opened. So I went in 
and there was like 10 cars outside his house. Oof. And I was like, fuck, should I knock on the door? <laughs> I didn't do it. I pussied out. I should have. Like, hi, 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 Connor. I'm a comedian in Estonia. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. He'll be like, yeah. Uh, who knows? He might invite me in and give me a Oh, whiskey. that would be awesome. Nah. You, you would have I don't a great think he, story. I don't think he'd be answering the door, to be fair. You, but you know who would get inside of his house? Sorry. Dan. Dan? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> uh, when we got to Edinburgh, uh, I heard like uh, that this one year, Dan was, um, oh shit, I don't know how to tell this story. Hmm. Oh, uh, I'll use a metaphor. Dan was looking for a sauna. <laughs> In Edinburgh? In Edinburgh. He really wanted to have a sauna. And then he fo- found this guy online who was like, hey, you can come to my sauna. And when he went to that place, uh, he stayed there. Like after the sauna, <laughs> he stayed there, played some Xbox and sh- stuff like that. Just like hung around mm-hmm. with this guy he even, no, he doesn't know. I'll, he's like that amount of retarded that he can get in, <laughs> into anywhere. He'll just like was be this, at your house. Was this a Scottish guy? Uh, no idea. I just like uh, Dan told me the story, and you know how Dan remembers yeah, stuff. Yeah. I love how you you went straight to the finish. Like I have sauna, come to my. He might have been a Scottish guy. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You can come to my sauna. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately when I have to say sauna, then I'm like ah yeah sauna <laughs> sauna. <laughs> um, but yeah, so ultimately, I don't like McGregor. Mm. Um, he's he's lost respect from a lot of people in Ireland, and that's it. But uh, Ireland, like people, stay really together. Like you're proud to be Irish. Like I don't know. It, yeah. For me, it, it's weird. It's like when I watch at uh, when I watch Ireland, then I'm like, why can't Estonia have that? Like, why can't we be proud to be Estonia? Are you talking about the support that McGregor had back in the heyday? Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking just like. Oh, I'm from from Ireland, and everybody's like, "Fuck yeah, Ireland!" Not, like everybody you don't from have Ireland. That, you don't have that for Estonia. I think Estonians don't have that. We're just like, "Oh, that Estonian!" Like he's scamming here. Also, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck everybody else. Fuck it. Like we have but that within Ireland. We have that. We're very like I'm from Kerry, right? Which is a, a county, and the next door county is Cork, and we hate each other. Oh, okay. We're like you know. I thought that you were just like like Teletubbies. No, no, no. We all hate. We hate. I like. Everyone hates Dublin, and <laughs> Dublin hates everyone else. Dublin looks at the rest of the country as if we're literally living in a bog. <laughs> <laughs> we just eat potatoes with the skin on. They'd be right, to be fair. You know? but That's delicious. With, within Ireland, we're very tribal and parochial and stuff, but when it comes to supporting an international start, then, oh, yeah, we're fucking Irish, man. Oh, yeah, go on our football or rugby or something like that, you know? But we yeah. hate each other. It's the same. Yeah, th- when we had the football ma- match with Ireland. Uh, oh, don't bring that up, man. That's such a, I just saw so such a sore time. You got to the playoffs, and I bet a lot of Estonians were like, we got Ireland in the playoffs? Yeah, we have a chance. Dude, we had a chance. And you blew it. Yeah, but I remember the fans, they were crazy. It was so funny. And I had this, uh, at my school, this was like, uh, because like being different is cool. Like everybody... As soon as, like, it was like, oh, we're about to make it, maybe, this one time. All of the cool kids uh, in the school were like, fuck, uh, I'm with Ireland. 
No. Everybody was rooting for, for Ireland. For real? Yeah. That's pathetic. Fuck that, man. That's sad. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, my God. Like, why are we like this? Like, why can't we? Because it would be so That's awesome. That's just contrarianism. That's just nonsense. Yeah. But I had this, like, uh, this, uh, like, he wasn't a black kid, but he was, like, darker skinned He guy. wasn't a black kid, but he wasn't a white kid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was uh, a mule. <laughs> No, 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 like mulat. I don't know the word. A mulatto? Mulatto? That's the, a that sounds like a drink. No, yeah, mulatto is a word for like a, it's a very racist mixed. word, mixed, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> that's a very racist. Anyway, I'm like, that's exactly that's the it, one. Boy. <laughs> that's the one I meant, man. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know what's racist or not, yeah. Um, but uh, the, yeah, but, and he painted his face in the school. With the flag of Ireland. Are you're taking the piss. Dude. But are you serious? Yes, yes, yes. I don't think you are. No, no, I'm serious. Dead serious. But the best part was yeah. that he got the colors in the wrong order. So you're supporting the Ivory Coast? The No, no, no. Not the, the Ivory Coast flag is the reverse. Ivory Ireland. Coast? I don't know. Uh, I, 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 uh, the flag he got on was the Eleven de Lurainic, dude. I don't know the like f some African country. Yeah, the Ivory Coast. Oh, that's a yeah, 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 that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know the translation. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's is the same. it in Estonian again? Eleven de Lurainic. Wait, wait. What did I say? It Eleven de Lurainic. So the, the Estonian like translation is elephant, tusk, tusk, uh, bay. What the your language is in incredible. Yeah. Elephant Tusk Bay. I'm never going to call it the Ivory Coast. Ever again. <laughs> it's Elephant Tusk Bay. I was like, Bay, Ivory Coast. Is, like, is that, is that yeah. like a. Well, scent? because the tusks are made out of ivory. Oh. So, ivory. Coast. ivory Coast. Yeah. To me, like the first thing that comes to my mind was like some uh, some toilet, uh, toilet uh, perfume. <laughs> no, no, no. Ivory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. He but I mean, that's. That was so. Oh, come on. That's psychopathic. That's not right. That's. So it's so but is it just because kids are. Anti-establishment pushback. Oh, dude, that guy. Uh, like later on, mm -hmm. uh, I don't. It was the time when I was like. Uh, that makes me sad. I'm sad now. It was the school. Yeah, I was like, I probably was like in a ninth grade or eighth grade, and yeah, that that school. Like everybody was like really. It was like uh, Temple Das, like the best school to go to. You know, uh, so it was a rich kid school, right? No, no, no not, not uh, their exams were like really good. It was a public school, but like really good exams. Okay. So like a lot of smart kids, and yeah, that guy I remember like uh, I didn't fit with them that much because like I'm dumb as fuck, <laughs> uh, and uh, I remember that guy got busted by his parents because he was uh, uh, jacking off into a nasty <laughs> bottle. And he kept his per sperm like he, oh, for fuck's dude. Sake. And it, it was Is so. Is that what he funny? used to paint his face? Dude, that was so funny. Yeah, because I thought like, why are you, like, why are you gathering it? Like who, who Jesus in a nasty yeah, bottle? You, you'd be surprised, dude. That's you'd so be funny. Surprised. Like what? What information are you gonna get from it? Yeah, shit. That was two thousand and four, huh? When Ireland and Estonia. Because the thing about that, oh, that, uh, that, that 2004? 2004? Or was no, it 2007? No, 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 no. It had to be later, yeah, because 2004 I was in the first grade. It might have Two been 2007. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, I just remember like the, the potential teams that we could have faced and that Estonia could have faced were like Italy was in there, Bulgaria was in there, Bulgaria, whatever, Bosnia and Herzegovina were in there. Yeah. And we got Estonia and, like, we were, and we were like, yeah. This is the one. <laughs> but... 
that draw was made after Thierry Henry. Ha- you remember the whole handball yeah. incident? Yeah. When they, we, they, they knocked Ireland out because Thierry Henry handed the ball. Yeah. So there was rumours going around that they fixed the draw oh. so that we would get Estonia. So, Seth Blatter and the boys. Thanks a million. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a million, lads. <laughs> ah. So, yeah, I remember like we were driving from Christina Gescos, like in a car, mm-hmm. and then uh, Ireland, uh, Ireland's fans, like they uh, shook the car, t- t- uh, started to shake it. Really? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Fucking arseholes. Oh, dude. But hey, no, the funny thing is like my parents are super chill. Like they're like, I don't know, they, uh, they try to view stuff at different angles all the time. So I'm in the car and I'm a little bit scared because they're like patting the car and shaking it. And my dad's just like, ah, oh, they're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we, we do have a reputation for being good traveling supporters. You know, there's yeah. all kinds of videos of like um, during the Euros when it was in um, Poland and Poland and Ukraine, I think. All these videos of Irish fans singing to the police. <laughs> but those are cherry-picked examples. We're animals. Just as, <laughs> just as bad as the English sometimes. But I did buy it. I bought the season ticket for the Estonian national team a couple of years ago. Yeah. When um, Was it horrible? <laughs> I loved it. I, like, yeah. Like the, the singing, the, the singing section, just constant. Voitleb, Eesti, Voitleb. For yeah. fucking 90 minutes. Yeah, that's cool. It's the best. Yeah. And I no, I I remember But they, the team is the worst. Ah, they're not too bad. They played England, right? Yeah. And whenever Wayne Rooney came over to my section of the stand, there was yeah. a guy two seats up behind me who just kept going, Rooney! <laughs> <laughs> just like Rooney! <laughs> and I was like, ah So I, good. I knew it was getting to Wayne Rooney because he he like looked up real quick. Yeah. Rooney! <laughs> oh, that's so yeah, because I like when, when like uh, the referee like uh, does like a miss whistle, like like a wrong call, yeah, whistle, and then yeah, yeah. all of the stadium just uh, chants like uh, that the referee is gay. That was the was thing. Was that the chant? Oh, that was the chant. Yeah, referee is gay. <laughs> And then, what, like, what is it this morning? Referee uh, on. And everybody started doing it. And I remember I was like super young and I have no idea. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, better and I like It's funny. <laughs> That's cool. And I'm with my parents yeah. and everybody's chanting it. And I start to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and my father's just like, calm down. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Rooney, oh, so good. The fans are so great. Oh, Estonian fans are awesome. But that story that you just told reminds me of a story that we'll end on because we're two hours in, and uh, you know we gotta. I gotta slow this shit down. My podcast is is bonkers. It's too long. Man. People are people are getting sick. Caleb's talking shit. Too, it's just crazy. <laughs> but uh, when I was in a, I, the first time I ever went to Amer- America was in 1998 with my with my family. Right. Yeah. It was in the middle of Clinton's impeachment. And we went to Washington, D.C. And I remember we were just walking around and we came upon this giant, like, protest. Like, people were like, you big signs. I was too young. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But I had wandered away from my family. And, like, I, I got close to the protest. So one of these protesters hands me this sign. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, yeah, go on, go on, buddy, go on, go on, go on. And I'm like, yeah. I, I held up the sign like, yeah, yeah. 
And I was on the news. I was on CNN. <laughs> they were filming because it was outside the 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 whatever they the, the wherever they like have the hearings. The 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 the, the, the light is it the Library of Congress? I don't know. Or wherever they were having the Congress hearings, Berlin. it was on the corner of that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I was like ten or eleven or something. Like, woo! <laughs> no clue that I was like protesting Bill Clinton. So. <laughs> And my dad was like, Jesus Christ, grab him, grab him, get him away from that. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, fuck. I feel like we could do this for another two hours, but we got to wrap up because it's getting late. So Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, dude, anytime. I had to get you in here with Dan sometime because the prospect of talking to him one-on-one ter- fucking terrifies me. <laughs> dude, that's, that's hard, yeah. I've done a you've, couple of episodes. You've, you've done that, yeah. Yes. You've been there. You've been in the trenches. Dude, yeah, I was 10 episodes in and I was like, oh, that's what the guys are talking about. <laughs> you finally, yeah. finally oh, clicked. Oh, we already have a logo? Okay. <laughs> you know what's happening on Monday? No. Me, Rauno, and Margus are going to get pizza and tabasolo, right? Okay. Now, Rauno had the great idea of just leaving Margus there. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. But I'm going to try and go inside his house and meet his mom <sighs> on Monday. His mom lives in Tabasal? No, no, no. We're going to Tabasal. I'm picking him up in Mustamai. Oh, okay, okay. I want to meet his mother. Oh, my God. Film the whole thing. Secret cam. Yeah. Oh, no, not secret. I'm not going to do that. Uh, fucking <laughs> I just want to know, does Marcus live in a nest of his own clothes like a bird? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to finally find out. But anyway, look. Well, you're going to Pizza Studio? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good place. It is. It's really good it's pizza. It's very good, yeah. But it's a bit far away, though. Yeah. Location's terrible, know, but the man. pizza is probably the best. Like, I prefer Kaya Kaya Pizza Cook. Okay, but yeah, it's, it's a different kind of pizza. Kaya Pizza Cook is like sourdough Neapolitan style. Mm. Uh, pizza Studio is just crispy, thin, nice. You know. Yeah. So thanks for coming. Yeah. Roga. Roga. Or in the, the 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 show I hosted, I made fun of you and I said Roger. Yeah, Roger or some, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll do this again. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Say goodbye to the people. Bye-bye. All five of you. Ta-ta.